Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're going to keep it Marcus Houston, but we're going to turn it up. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. This is like the quintessential walking while singing to a girl. It's the quintessential. This song... Why you tripping? It, it flew so that, or it ran so that yo could fly. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm tired of trying to defend you like I ain't caught up lying. When she walked past me, I looked so what big deal. I don't know how that can make you feel. Insecurity check. Intern doing the shoot. <laughs> Intern doing the shoot. Oh, God. Never do that again. Oh. Intern cannot dance. <laughs> that was not the shoot. That was the pew pew. <laughs> the pew pew. Yeah. Though I may look occasionally, you're the only one I need. If I wanted that girl, then I would be with that girl. She's fine as hell, but she'll always be. Someone, someone in the Patreon chat said, what are y'all shooting? The podcast, fam. <laughs> Where you at, Doc? Girl, you act A commercial. You just call me cheating. <laughs> when you look at the Oh, what are you <laughs> shooting? Oh, as in the alcohol. Oh, alcohol. My bad, my bad, my bad. We took, a, we took some We ATM. can't show it to you. Hey, they ain't paying us, nigga. Oh. <laughs> we we just Tequila, tequila. Some tequila. Tequila. Yeah. Why would I throw that all away? Yeah. Though I may look occasionally, you're the only one I need. I can't believe the man wrote a song about this. I can't. <laughs> This is what this is the lens we have to go to <laughs> to get you women to understand. <laughs> the man right. wrote, a, like, wrote a whole song, sang it to the parking lot. <laughs> they missed the whole movie. They were at a driving. <laughs> no, I need you right here with me. Oh, I don't need you. No. She had to be light skin. Oh, <laughs> Only light skin girls need this much reassurance. Wow. <laughs> Wow. It's that chemical imbalance. It's not my fault. Wow. <laughs> it's that type of day. You said it. I didn't say it. We're going after team. all the beige rage. Says the beige guy. <laughs> Matt's laughing. And he's lighter than you, man. Come on. You got to let... <laughs> he also ain't a female. <laughs> That's true. Where That's are true. you? Let's get niggas be on the same shit. Let's be real. They be worse than the girls. What's All right, mean? then. <laughs> See, now he ain't so heavy. <laughs> She's fine, is it? 
And now he's a Jehovah's Witness going door to door with a backpack. Oh my God bless. And God dating bless. women that are barely old. Dating, oh, marrying women. Marrying youngins. That nigga marrying 12 Extra, year olds. extra. Read all about it. I mean, I, who? <laughs> Where did we get this from? <laughs> it was the same <laughs> argument. I see people actually defending Marcus Houston, and it was the same argument as um, when they defended uh, the bad baby guys who were bad signing baby. up to that OnlyFans when she turned eighteen. Oh, and guys were like, "She's eighteen. Is it legal or is it not legal?" Because that is an interesting thing, right? Where people say, "Okay, yeah. she's not legal. She's seventeen, sixteen, whatever." And then when guys actually they got the are on. there when she's 18, it's like, she's 18. What the fuck's wrong with you? Mm. <laughs> like, niggas, that age, in between, from anytime it says anything teen in it, you should just leave it alone. Just if it says yeah. teen at the end, legal or not, just let the, let the 20 hit. And let that 20 hit. Even 19 is still, you know, 19 kind of iffy. Especially in Canada, that's I mean, when you're yeah, able to drink for the first time and shit. That's adult for Canadians. Americans, it's 21. So, so then, do Americans think the same thing about 21 year olds that we think about 19 year olds? No, no, Americans really. I think they fuck with 18 because 18 is a legal age. Well, it depends to do state, your thing. state to state. It changes. Some are 16, some are 14. Yeah, oh, I feel like further middle. What? I, th- I feel like the further into the middle you get, the <laughs> <laughs> shorter that age range. You, get. you oh, can marry your own cousins out there. You can marry your own cousins anywhere, to be honest. To be honest. Who's, who's going to tell the you queen, you're not married? The queen of England was married to her cousin. Shit. Cousins. I think dead. <laughs> I got, I got. Gang my- shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that pack is in the, in the Prince Philip pack. Oh that my bitch God. loud. I, I, got, I got a cousin that was, uh, that who, whose mom and dad is my mom's cousins. So I got I got a cousin whose mom and dad is my mom's cousin. So like, my mom's two cousins. Okay, had a kid. Had a kid. That's not your cousin. That's my cousin. He's like your super saiyan cousin too. But like he double, <laughs> he, double he double down on cousin. He's my double cousin. He's a double. Oh cousin. my god. <laughs> it's like double dragon, but with family. Actually, um, recently um, they're cousins. They're happy and, and they're, they're single and, and they're, they're white. Happy. They're related. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a high five. Um, recently, I had a cousin um, get murdered out in like Seattle, right? It's hard to hear that. It's okay. I didn't really know him. Um, it's still bad. Yeah, no, it is. But like, I just, unfortunately, I don't feel as remorseful as like, yeah, no, I like get that. His brothers and sisters and my other cousin who I actually am close with, or yeah, my cousins who are their uncles. So, um, one of my cousins, she went and she posted like a picture of all her uncles, which are my cousins, mm. right? Um, and so I just was just on Instagram and I went and I liked it. Like I went on the profiles and I was like, oh, I liked one of the pictures, right? Mm. Why the next day I get a DM? <laughs> Talking about, hey, beautiful. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, thanks, but don't do that. We cousins. Hey, no. <laughs> we ain't cousins like that. He, he I mean, you still beautiful. Like, I mean, as a cousin, you still beautiful. We not and cousins, so cousins. I actually talked to his daughter, and she's the only one from like the West Coast that I really know and have met in person like that. How old and is she? So she's like twenty six, seven, or Jesus, something like that. And her dad was hitting on you. Sicko and like, a double creep. God <laughs> damn. Oh, uh, that but is yeah, like, I messaged her, and she was like. 
Ew. But she's like, honestly, I'm not even surprised. Oh. And I was like, mm, oh. it's that Spencer family. I ain't surprised about nothing that happens Damn. with them. You might, <laughs> as well, you might as well be Scotian. <laughs> you might as well be Scotian. Family <laughs> reunion. Oh, that would be great. Imagine that. That's, that's just the norm. He's still you walk into the family reunion, all the cousins start biking out. I haven't seen you in so long. Get <laughs> over here, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Man. Yeah, no. So that's my cousin's story. But that's got to be a thing. Like, there has to be a prevalent thing for there to be a term called kissing cousins. Like, cousins, for some reason, there has to be. And you know what's interesting about that? Is the porn shit's just focusing on the stepmother. The cousins is with the, the bread and butter, baby. Mm. <laughs> That's the tried and true. Because it's like you're related, but like after See, you get a couple of down, you really ain't it's related. Weird. <laughs> it's weird. Because you can have a cousin that's like two generations removed or whatever. What are they? I don't even know what it's called. Like, yeah, so there's like second, second third. cousin, third cousin, yeah. like. Third cousin, I don't even really know you, nigga. So like. technically, I guess, technically, I think you're allowed to marry your third cousin because it's like so far down. Mm. <laughs> Imagine looking for a loophole to marry your cousin. <laughs> no, I my mean, yo, my sister yeah. was dating this one dude back in the day, and then she brought it to my grandma's, and then my grandma's like asking him, like, oh, so tell me who your family is in the Philippines. Uh, oh, who's your grandma? And she's like, oh, that's my cousin, my second cousin. And like, basically, my, my, sis, my sister and this dude were like, Third cousins, third, fourth cousins, mm. and right then and there, deaded it. Just like, <laughs> no, done. And he's, but he was just like, but we were, come on. See, what happens if know. that's the best pokey you've ever gotten in your life? Mm. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh, I was watching <laughs> that cousin pokey. God, oh man, damn. it was dang. I felt so close. Like gangbusters. It was like kindred spirits. Yeah, that's because we were. We have the same blood. <laughs> the connection's so deep because that we came pH from balance the same. be matching. I was I was watching something. I feel like it was like New Amsterdam or something, like one of those hospital shows that want to be Grey's Anatomy so bad. Um, <laughs> it is. Who the fuck wants what, to be Grey's Anatomy? Anatomy? No, no, no. Oh, piece New of Hampshire. shit show. I watched no, it's not. What kind of fucking icon of oh show my God. of a plot is that? I hope you choke on your tequila. Show. <laughs> I hope Meredith dies. Shut up! <laughs> oh, Fuck you! Oh, I'm hope, not listening. I'm I hope not Derek listening. Shepard I'm not dies listening. a horrible I'm not listening. death. I'm not listening. <laughs> She'd be afraid of my manifestation. You see me? Anyway, Don't worry. Yeah, he did. Yeah! He dies? He, he dead. Let's go! He did. Oh, I've been waiting for that guy to die. I'm so happy. Anyways, I, I didn't was watching, know he died. I was, I was watching the show. I know. You just need to shut the fuck up and watch it. Nah. Um, George dead. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, I my God. Uh, when George died, oh, nigga, I threw a party. Sad, <laughs> okay, so I was watching New Amsterdam. I'm pretty sure it was that episode, uh, that season, or show. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a couple that came in for counseling because they had just found out that they were brothers and sisters. So their moms had used uh, sperm bank or whatever uh, to get pregnant. So Mm. they never knew. And they were engaged, like ready to get married. 
And the girl was like, no, I can't freaking do this. Like, this is no. And the guy was like, come on, I just love you. The real love of my life. How am I supposed to let <laughs> that go? Nigga did not I've waited care. forever. <laughs> and she was like, we are related. Like, what? all our family is going to be at the wedding and they're all going to be related to each other. Like, not knowing. That kid's going to come out with a seventh toe. And I remember the therapist was like, whoa, who's going to know? You know the TikTok? No one's going to no know. No one's going to know. They're going to know. know. Not, no <laughs> one's going to know. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to know. <laughs> so um, did they get married in secret? Um, no, I think she she just couldn't handle it. She's just like, sorry, See? I got to break your life, your heart. What? Patreon. They be feeling me, man. Grays no, be pissing don't. me off sometimes, not going to lie. Mel- Meredith's voice is annoying. See? Patreon gang, that's why you guys. You know what? That's Kobe why you guys get the live stream link, man. Because you're real ones, man. Kobe with an I, you're annoying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You got on Patreon beef? Yo, keep on annoying, yo, Kobe. Kobe. Cam up, yo. Cam yo. up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'm about it. Oh, <laughs> I ain't got a black night no more. Mm. <laughs> guys. Oh, <laughs> Kobe actually Ooh, camped up. Hey, He's Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, yo. Kobe got a cute, too. What's going Hold on, Kobe? Oh, Kobe, unmute yourself. Unmute Ooh, yourself, brother. Look at the beard. Go, uh, go unmute yourself, brother. He is, he is. You have to. I can't. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold, oh, there you go. All right, speak. Hold up. What's up? Ah, Kobe, what do you got to say? Shoot your shot, Kobe. Shoot your shot. Yo, Kobe, don't let her talk to you like this, fam. Hey, I changed yeah, my mind. Really I said you was think? cute. I said I liked your beard. Oh, so, uh, shit. I mean, look. <laughs> listen, Yo. listen. You listen, just better, listen. you better be six, <laughs> at least over six feet. Nigga, you, know, you better have. have he's not, he's, he's not, he's not. Okay, 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 okay. In which case, I, uh, I got a. I got a bow. Bye. Shit. I will still say, Kobe, you're annoying, man. Save you the trouble, Kobe, man. That nigga Kobe is five two. For sure, you could tell Kobe. His, his head wasn't near the uh, top near the, of the. Near, hey, man, don't listen to these motherfuckers, Kobe. It's so long. Alicia said your head wasn't close enough to the roof for her. That's sickening. <laughs> she doesn't want a man to bow down at her. She just wants a man to bow down and get into the room. <laughs> this girl's a sicko, man. <sighs> yeah, I, really random. I want. <laughs> I don't know how, but I stumbled upon a porn of this woman. <laughs> you know, let's stop there. You no, know no. how? No, I, 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 <laughs> you know how. Here's it. the thing: because I, I don't know, know how. I had zero intentions of jerking off or doing anything. Was of that. it recommendations? Was it wasn't it like even a recommended? recommendation. All right, it was just like I ended up in. It was a. I was going on my history and I clicked on the wrong history tab, mm-hmm. and then when it popped up. I saw a video. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I gotta, I gotta click on that. Yo, this girl is picking up this dude like this oh, tall ass. Oh, I already know where this is it's going. It's just like picking him up like a baby and sucking, and his, sucking dick, his dick, like, turning him upside down, sucking his. Oh, <laughs> shit! Big dudes are doing it to a small chick. She's mm-hmm. doing it to this little dude. That's amazing. Like, putting her on his yep. shoulder and just like sucking his dick. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I seen that one. Yo, that shit is crazy. Wow. I tried jerking to it, but I felt it's intimidated. So weird. <laughs> you see? And he nutted while upside down. I'm like, how the hell? Yo, nutting upside down sounds like a vibe. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no. The Spider-Man no, nut? He's also holding on to her thighs, right? Like, just to, to, to make sure that she's not. It was like not... a six, six 
59 with her standing the up. Spider-Man right. upside she, down. She's right. holding him with one arm and then and jerking him off with the other like this. I'm like, yo, yeah, wow. you know that gotta feel good, nigga. The blood rushing down, so it'll be easy. But yeah, when she, you upside down, that bitch gotta fight its way up. Yo, straight wrestling moves for real, man. That sperm gotta fight its way up. That bitch gotta climb out. It probably slower. You see? <laughs> I ain't about that life, and I'm not about to do that with Kobe's 5'8.5 height. Oh, shit. 5'8.5. Kobe said I'm 5'8.5. You know he's 5'6.5. You know he's short when you start throwing the, the halves in there. Okay? <laughs> you know what? When you throw the 0.5 <laughs> on the height, Jesus said, not the 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> the 0.5, like it was kicks, uh, my G. Come on. Because the moment you get to 5'10, you're already looking okay, at that's double digits. You're 5'10. Yeah. 11 yeah. 12 or 6 feet You don't need to throw The small fives in there It's anything 5, 9 and under You gotta throw the <laughs> I remember to, I've told multiple girls That I was 5, 11 And they're like You're not 6 You're 6 Like they wanted me To just say <laughs> like 6 Like grow <laughs> <laughs> Please just tell me you're a little bit taller. Six and Timberlands. You got, you got Sage? Like, what are we doing here? That's crazy. It's because they really want a six-foot nigga. Why? I don't know. You got to ask these short girls. I want a six-foot-two-plus nigga because I'm six-two. <laughs> That's my excuse. I mean, what, what is the like, difference when my like dick five. is taller than you laying down? That is the only thing that should matter. What's want, with the optics? I want, it's not about love, baby. I want to feel small, okay? Why when do women want to feel small? I want to I feel small when I'm around <laughs> my nigga, okay? I feel, I feel big. I feel big why around all women, you little people. I know some little dudes with Napoleon come that you make you feel real little feel, <laughs> mentally. <laughs> I'm good. Am I why therapist? do women want to... What is the obsession with feeling small? Is I that mean, a daddy thing? Is that a Freud thing? <laughs> daddy, I feel like it's a Freud thing. Um, well, I don't know. For me, it's just like I'm always around people who are like genuinely shorter than me. No, you know I what get I mean? that, yeah. So like with, when I'm with a partner who is bigger than me, it just makes me feel a little bit more like comforting. And it also makes me feel like, you know, they could handle their own because some of these little men can't. And, hey man, um, you just saw that video of Maul knocking out that ex linebacker from the uh, NFL. Really? <laughs> that nigga Maul smacked the fire out of bro. There was a six foot like six ex linebacker in uh, from the NFL Dang. in Walmart, Dang. and he's he's going ham. And now, this guy looks like. The wall, Yo. like that nigga was, <laughs> he was hench, bro. He I, I, he I, honestly, in. when he when he was talking, and I never knew what was happening in the video, I thought he was the one that pummeled dude mm -hmm. already off rip. Yeah, because I'm like, oh my god, whoever's about to fight this man is stupid. Yeah, and I thought it was like a racist white guy or something. Then they yeah. turned the camera. And the it's fucking mall. <laughs> it's fucking. It's this short, like five ten black dude, little chubby. Yeah. And Robinson does not look athletic whatsoever. And dude comes around the corner, two piece him. Boom. Yo, hit him good. Hit him oh like he hit him to the ground like twice. Cause dude got up yeah. at one point and he Obviously. gave him another one. Boom. And he was out. Mm. He didn't know how to use like the guy's reach was like he didn't know how to throw short. Yeah. And he yeah. got knocked. Yeah no. Mm. yeah no so don't listen don't sleep on shorter men man I they mean, got no but this is lower center of gravity but this is Mark the thing Tyson like i short. have like my ex ooh, ooh somebody somebody got a mute riri. riri she wanted doing the podcast what's up duncan um there she muted yeah she um did. yeah so <clears throat> i've dated people that um this one i dated people that were shorter than me my ex he was smaller he was um like six foot um you know 
Current situation. That's not that. Current smart. situation. She said it like he was like stupid. No, but short. like I'm, I'm like six two, right? Six I don't foot really though. Think, when you in bed, really you can think that he's like actually six foot. Like <laughs> he lied. And you know he tried to like whatever. But when you in bed, if he's six foot, when you in bed and you get that fetal, then you can get small for a six foot nigga. Yeah, I guess it's all about the but fetal. Majority, majority of the time, um, shorter men can't handle like. A taller woman. You know I what it is? Really Yo, I got, you know what's so funny? I had a, I got a sit down hand job from a girl that was six foot two. How was that? <laughs> and just sitting on a bench, just watching this. Like I was literally like I could be, I could lean on her shoulder as she jerked me off. Like, <laughs> and how did you feel? Did you feel like a little I, baby, like a child? You know what? I didn't feel like the dude that was getting picked up. Right? <laughs> I just felt really ill because I'm like. <laughs> Little five seven Get motherfucker it, yeah. is getting it with the six two Listen, chick. <laughs> I know a lot of short guys that only date women who are taller than them, and Fast. those are actually the most confident niggas I've ever met in my life. Yeah, like I, one of my boys is though. like he's like five seven, five six maybe, mm-hmm. and that guy the the roster in which he pulls cleans up shop. I mm-hmm. like you wouldn't you couldn't tell the difference, right? And it's yeah. not it's not like he's flashy. Excuse me. It's not like he's flashy at all. It's not like he's extra cocky or loud or anything. He's super quiet, mm-hmm. very humble, mm-hmm. and just knows how to talk to women. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, you can always find those. I think I feel like the opportunity is just not given off rip f- for those guys to even like try. So a lot of them, and a lot of them don't feel like you would give them the opportunity. So they don't try. So it cuts off. The mm-hmm. meter even more. I have um, had one friend who was very confident. He was probably like five seven or something like that. Mm. Um, and he was definitely into like he came here one time to just visit the city. And so my friend ended up standing him up. So I was like, oh, I'll take you out and I'll show you around. This man used to make me wear heels. Like he was like, no, wear your highest heels. Like let's go. But you know, it also had to do with like his money too, right? You know, rich yeah, yeah. yeah. they got off, like man. a little attitude. <laughs> rich man stand on short. his wallet. That nigga yeah. tall as shit. That nigga yeah. tall as shit. Yeah, no, nice that thick George Costanza wallet. <laughs> George Costanza. Um, yeah, no, that wasn't actually uh, Mall Patreon. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I see some of y'all like, wait, didn't Mall deny that video? Yeah, that nigga was not in, in that video. And those mans are not coming back to the podcast, are they? I don't think so. It is not looking like it's it. looking it's quiet like for them. Do you listen to the? Po- how many of you guys listen to the podcast? You listen to the podcast. You listen to the podcast. You listen to the podcast. How many of you guys in the Patreon listen to the po- Joe Budden podcast? You listen to the podcast? Nope. Well, Rory and Maul, who are Joe's uh, co-hosts, mm-hmm. have been absent from the podcast for the past. I want to like say a month. Month now, yeah, almost. And um, Uh-oh. yeah, like it's it's. <laughs> It's such mixed emotions about that for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know what to take from it. Um, there's rumors about Joe not um, being transparent with the money. Um, aside from that, I really just feel like <clears throat> you can see the tension building between Rory and Joe for months now. Yeah, for months. Like, this is... Yeah. And honestly, if you, re- if you really have been listening to the podcast, this is from the very beginning. Right, like Joe's been shitting on him from the very beginning, but 
it doesn't feel like like I should have an intern almost every episode, right? <laughs> Same. But with Joe and <laughs> <laughs> but with the difference is with Joe and Rory, yeah. it feels like a malicious thing. Like real. it feels like it's so real to yeah, them yeah. that it's not even like for us, we're playing it up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Like we're trying to, you know, we got that dynamic. We started off with that the dynamic. MI. So we just keep it going. <laughs> but for them, it's like, yo, like this is so you're seeing some visceral reactions in real time sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. Rory, especially, he can't keep his emotions hidden on his face very well. Yeah. So like he gets red or he just starts getting super serious, totally. especially when everybody else is laughing and Rory's not laughing. That's when you know Rory's about to he's about to go ham, but he still contains himself a little bit. A little you know bit, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there was a moment where um, in one of the pod, one of the last podcasts, they were talking about they were talking about fighting for the past couple of weeks, and then it got to a serious point almost. And like Joe's like, well, "We can, it's nice outside today. We can go. We can go outside. Catch <laughs> me can, outside. Yeah, we can get it." And um, Rory was just talking about how he'd probably fuck him up, and. At some point, he's like, I'm not going to fight you, Rory. You're my friend. And <laughs> Rory must have said, who said we were friends? Wow. To he Joe said, or And Maul? he kind of giggled it. No, to Joe. Oh, wow. And he kind of giggled yeah. it because everybody yeah. was laughing at the same time. But he was serious. But it looked like to every tr- joke, there's a lick, lick there's of it. There's 5% truth, truth or whatever. <laughs> but that man was extra spicy with that one. And they're friends, but they're not friends. And I'm friends. like... No, I think, I think they're friends, but like I think that, like Joe said, friends go through things. Mm-hmm. I also think that Joe has a track record, like with this whole Latoya and Adam thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Latoya has a track record of no one, like everybody that comes around her doesn't stay around her for too long. Mm-hmm. Joe, same thing, track record of like mm-hmm. everybody that comes around him doesn't stay around her for too long. And, um, it, yeah, Joe kind of acknowledges that, but doesn't, he's one of those people that acknowledges his faults, but that has no plans on changing. Changing, no. Nah. He he's thinks that his way. everybody else has to deal with But also, flaws. he's old as fuck. And you know what they say, like, the older you get, the more likely you're not going to change. But that's, I find that nope. so that's odd because the older I get, the more likely I am to change. Yeah, I don't because know we come from a different generation. generation. Yeah. So yeah. our generation, we're more likely to, like, see our faults and, like, yeah. try to change it and become better humans and stuff like that. But that's why it's, like, when you tell your parents how you feel or you tell them to go to therapy and all that shit, like, you can't expect them to change because they're just so stuck in their ways and they've gotten to that point where it's just, like, they don't know no better. Yeah. So it's, like, that's why a lot of people who have hate towards their parents, you just got to... Um, kind of like accept it, like not accept it, but like swallow it yeah. and forgive. Even, and Just know, know how to move around and them. know that they're most likely not going to change. Yeah, like there's not going to be any different behavior. For a lot of them, so, they yeah. thought that the way that they are is as a means of survival. Yeah. So it's like it's even harder to get someone to change when they thought that this is how I yeah defend yeah. myself. This yeah. is how I be, I mm-hmm. I be on the offensive. Um, but yeah, they definitely apparently they got into a, an argument after a pod. Um, also, ac academics has been on these niggas' heads, bro. Oh my gosh. Like, Maul and Rory for ac are public enemy number one because they had the little side remarks. And to be honest, to be fair, they had a lot of side remarks about ac for yeah. for months. Yeah. Like every once in a while, when ac would come up in the news or <clears throat> when Joe, <coughs> sorry, was doing everyday struggle. They would 
kind of throw like, little jabs, mm-hmm. take shots at him. And Ak never really said anything about them, mm. right? Now Ak is in a kind of better position than he was before then. He's got a little bit more money. Um, he's definitely got more bravado. <laughs> he's feeling himself a lot. He's so and so to me. <laughs> he has been doing live streams just shitting on them. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. shitting on these guys. And apparently, or allegedly, he was someone that outed Rory for cheating on his girl, Sam. Oh, um, oh dang. No, man. I seen But there's like no, that. this is the thing. Like, it's just Axe's word yeah. of him saying it. Like, no one really has any proof of this. Yeah. And then there's, like, all of it is just Axe's story. So apparently Axe showed up to his house with the goons. I mean, Rory showed up to his house with the goons. Rory got goons. Oh yeah, I would think Rory yeah, has goons. Yeah, Rory, Rory was goons. Rory talked about his past uh, before and really? said that he's he wasn't like this always just this clean cut guy. He was actually pretty bad kid, mm. and I like Rory. Um, he ran into some he ran into some some pretty you know heavy mm-hmm. circles yeah. growing up. And so even in uh in that same episode where they said they could fight, mm-hmm. uh, Rory's like, I can get you a pass. In, in Brooklyn, <laughs> and Joel's like, imagine Rory getting me a pass. He's like, I can get you a pass in all five boroughs. Mm-mm. So Rory got people in all five boroughs. Apparently, talk that talk, Rory. <laughs> Let's go. Irish McNasty out here. Ooh, oh. go redheads. Oh. I knew so, I love me a redhead. <laughs> apparently, they got into it, and then Joe must have told, allegedly told Rory that he should take some time off from the pod mm-hmm. because he doesn't know if he's serious about fighting him or not. And if he really feels that way, he should take some time off. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, R- Maul didn't, didn't like think that, that was right. Because he's like, this is all our podcast. Like, who, who the fuck do you think you are to tell us to take a break or whatever? <laughs> and Joe was like, oh, who the fuck? And it's, you Does know, who think they are? <laughs> this is my podcast. That's the wildest thing, right? Because Charlemagne, like, man, Charlemagne's looking like a prophet right now. It's mm-hmm. pretty fucking wild. Charlemagne talked about this years ago, especially when they changed the name from I'll name this podcast later to the Joe, to the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you sure y'all want to do that? Yeah. He even went on the podcast and asked him, why would you guys let him change the name to mm-hmm. Joe Budden? Do you guys understand who you're dealing with? Yeah. And Charlemagne also predicted that Joe would be gone from everyday struggle in less than six months. And he mm. was. Charlemagne predicted that what this happened state of the culture too. State, no, state of culture is fine. Oh, they're still, still doing, doing it? it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he predicted also that Maul and Rory were mm-hmm. either underappreciated or weren't quote unquote needed. Mm-hmm. Um, which a lot of fans, including myself, I don't really feel that way. I think Maul and Rory brought a great dynamic to the podcast. That's why everyone mm-hmm. fell in love with the podcast, especially when Maul hopped on board. It mm-hmm. was like, yeah. This podcast is lit. Like, Maul really brought it together. And I, for me, personally, I, I, I like these two new additions, Ice and Ish, who seem to be Joe's friends, who are both older than Maul and Rory, who have been friends with Joe for much longer. So then now you're getting so much new Joe stories, mm. which were, like, kind of the, the reason you started listening for a lot of the times was, yeah. like, yeah. Joe's stories and, and things that have happened to Joe in the past. And um, so these guys have a lot more stories with Joe. Yeah, so it's a newer mm-hmm. dynamic, fresher it's content. A newer di- yeah, it's the old man podcast now though, because I saw a picture of all of them together. <laughs> but I, and like I was it. like, they definitely look like somebody's uncles. I like it though because <laughs> it's like you're getting where else are you getting an old head perspective on hip hop yeah. like that, especially the music world. Um, like, drink champs. 
Not really. They don't give a perspective. They just Rap talk radar? about people's stories. Rap Radar, yeah, but those episodes are far and few between. And it's more interviewish. It's not a conversation. So like Joe, Mal, Joe uh, Ice and Ish, they have conversation. It's not mm-hmm. like two of them asking one person a question. <clears throat> they have a conversation about shit. And at the same token, what is what's new about their dynamic, which was a hindrance in the Maul and Rory dynamic is their ability to talk about the industry. Mm. Ice doesn't give a fuck and Ish doesn't know it. Because they're not a part of it. Because they're not a part of it, right? Yeah. And um unlike I mean Rory Ice is a part of it, but he plays it down. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. can tell that Ice is a yeah. part of it just by how people talk about him, um, the stories that he has. He's not a part of it as in he needs to kiss everyone's ass though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So with that, you get a real raw perspective. You get real honest dialogue. Mm-hmm. You get people who are not playing devil's advocate. They're literally on the other side of the argument. Mm-hmm. It's not just playing it up to play it up. Like, they're literally like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And so you get that conversation, which is really dope. So for me, I'm like, yo, the perfect balance would be Maul Rory on Wednesdays, Ice and Ish on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Especially have them, have them both. And especially if you're talking about, like, I understand they probably saturated and overstretched themselves with doing two pods a week. I was going to say, they do two episodes a week? Dang. They do Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, When they started with Spotify, that was a deal. And they just kept um, it up. They could just continued it because that's just the expectation now, right? Mm. And I think that's also part of the problem is that like they had that deal with Spotify, they turned it down, Mm -hmm. and now you you do Patreon. Where you have to do more work than when you were on Spotify. Yeah, you gotta do your two episodes. But hey, guess what? You need bonus content. Mm-hmm. You need uh, this documentary that he's doing, Journey. You got to do all these extra things. And yeah, they've built out a team, but I still don't think it, it's enough yeah. for um for them to sustain that thirty th- that thirty mil that Joe would have got if he signed. Mm-hmm. Was any of that like allotted to? They would have taken the rights to everything. So, like, they would have taken the rights to the uh, the cartoon that they do. Would they get anything? The little clips. I don't... They'd get their cut from it, obviously. Cut from 30 mil? Yeah. But aside from that, I feel like they... I think the Spotify wanted a cut in everything else that they were doing as well. So, like, the pull-up that Joe was doing... Maul's master classes that he was doing, Rory's Duce Plus, I don't even know. Like, but they wanted a piece of the pie of everything, mm. right? And I completely I get it. You know, you don't want to sign over your IP they to wanted, anybody. Yeah, they want an exclusivity with it. Yeah. Especially mm. not when you've been preaching. I don't think you can when you've mm-hmm. been preaching independence, equity, all these different things that Joe's been preaching for a long time. And so um if if when you're presented that deal and they don't give you a counter offer for something a little lighter, I get why you need to leave. Do you need to leave that loud? Yeah. That was my only issue. <laughs> because now if I'm a, if I'm Apple mm-hmm. or if I'm Tidal, if I'm Netflix, anybody, anybody, if I'm looking at that, I'm looking at, okay, so if we step on Joe's toes once, the whole world's going to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. If, if we don't do anything that he doesn't like, 
That builds bad relationships too because people are like, um, you burn bridges that didn't even get created. Yeah, <laughs> they wasn't even built yet. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Much. Like we the blueprint was barely even there. And so it's just very like it's a very sticky situation. Also, they have uh, two other podcasts attached to the network. See the thing, and is I was pod. gonna say, that, I was gonna say that um, that one that he has with the girls, the Olivia Dope girl, ended up leaving. Right before Rory and Maul. And about so I was just two like... Two weeks hmm, before. Like, about two weeks before. So allegedly that one was about um, something that... I think Joe said something inappropriate um, and did something inappropriate. And mm-hmm. then also at the same token, uh, allegedly the girls weren't like... I, I think the other two girls were excluding Olivia was mm-hmm. what is being said anyways yeah um from certain things and she didn't feel like a part of a core group yeah plus at the same time like i love mandy mandy's a homie um bridget she's also i've talked to bridget on twitter a bunch of times she seems mad cool but like i feel like their synergy just wasn't there from the jump like yeah, olivia seems saying to be on a different plane somebody said that they weren't actually friends either so um yeah. like bridget and mandy had more of a relationship but like olivia was kind of just added in there i yeah. guess and so that could have and i get the feeling of an outsider of, there yeah because i think people were comparing to um karen civil and ming lee's well the and, thing is and they're like it's two different dynamics like ming yeah. and karen are like literally best friends for mm-hmm. As long as I've known who Ming was like, (laughs) and so, um, yeah, I don't know. But I was just like, when I seen that, I was like, hmm. Yeah, it's it's and she was like, she's been teasing that she's going to do her own. I think do her own. No, she already has her own podcast that she does with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think she was going to tell what like, I guess what what her side of the story. Mm. Um, But I I don't think she has yet. but yeah, it's just very interesting, man. Everything that happens around Joe is just... <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, too, is like those podcasts aren't doing the numbers that um, I, I think Joe expected them to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially attached to his his network. I think he mm-hmm. thought, okay, I get a group of black girls um, that are the black woman version of our pod. Yeah. And it just didn't turn out that way. and Because um, he probably didn't even get the right girls, to be honest. Well, I mean, Mandy has three podcasts, mm-hmm. so she's like heavily entrenched in the podcast world. I just she's feel like been a, she's grown a podcast to uh, like astounding heights with horrible decisions. I know, and I think horrible decisions is good for that, but mm. it's just like, are we using the same person over and over again? Like, yeah. you don't think that there's somebody else that we could hear a unique voice from? You know what I mean? There's only yeah. so many yeah. Mandy stories you can hear, and now she has. Like three, right? Because she has her own individual yeah, one period, or whatever. Sis, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of content. It's you a know, lot. How do you stay fresh? Yeah. Well, there's a thing too, right? Like, I feel like when you're a part of a podcast with multiple people, it's a little bit easier to stay fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she also kind of deviated from her brand of the the quote unquote hoe. If she leaned into that more, which it feels like she is now, mm-hmm. um, and, and much to this more success of the pod, I think that that when she leans into that side of her, instead of trying to show like, oh, I got different dimensions or whatever, like just mm-hmm. stick to that. That's your bread and butter. But then it's just mean? like, but then it's also like, well, we came to horrible decisions for that. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like that's the content that we. So why am I going to go to the thing or. Whatever see they the call thing it. is, yeah. That's theirs. This yeah, thing is. see the thing is. Yeah, I'm not gonna 
go. I don't know. I just feel like maybe he should have done better research in in terms of like putting together that super team. Yeah, I'm sure he could have found. Yeah, three definitely. other amazing black women that have voices and yeah. strong opinions that could have gave him what he was looking for. True. Well, to their to his um, audience, they they are new. Technically, mm-hmm. for a lot of them, mm-hmm. a majority of them did not know who Mandy or Bridget or Olivia were. Yeah. But at the same time, it's I get it, too, that it's being tough. Like even mm-hmm. um, searching for someone to do this podcast, mm-hmm. it was like you kind of want you kind of go to who you've heard speak already in your head. Because if 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 the quarantine exposed anything, it's that not everybody can just hold a conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Because if you go on somebody's Instagram lives, if you go on somebody's interviews, not everyone can come in here and do what we do every week. Yeah, like, for sure. And when I tell people we do two and a half to three hour podcasts every week, they're like, how the fuck do you guys talk for that long? Mm-hmm. And for <laughs> us, it's easy. Like, it's not it's not a super effort thing. We're not in here like, oh, what do we talk about next? Like, <laughs> so, if anything, uh, we cut shit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we, and really, we never actually we get to the talk. Never. <laughs> We never get through the topics. You guys have no idea. We never get through the topics. Every week, we there's t- multiple topics that we're like, yeah, we're going to talk about that, 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 and we don't, don't get room, to them. Don't green room. Don't green room. Yeah. We don't even talk about it. And then on top of that, we talk for like half an hour to an hour before the pod even begins. And then after the pod, we might smoke and talk some more. Yeah. So it's not like, it, mm. it's not for everybody, bro. I keep telling y'all that. This is no, not for anything, everybody. But that's a problem with like media in general. So many people think that they can be like personalities. Like people be like, oh, I want to be on the radio or oh, I want to do interviews. And then I'd be watching their fucking interviews and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm like just super hypercritical because, you know, I've like studied some things, but. No, because you're just nice like that. Yeah, but then even like certain. Well, thank you. <laughs> you, know, you know the difference. You know the difference. <laughs> Um, but then even some people who are just like personalities on social media, I was just like, you're not really giving me life. This is feeling very forced mm. right now. Yeah. It's like, just hang it up. Find something else for you, sis yeah. or brother. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone is a jack of all trades. Let's see what the Patreon's saying. Um, remember that episode when Rory started off saying how the new pod with Karen Civil got nice furniture and catered food and drinks. He sounded kind of jealous. Oh. And that's, uh, it's funny you say that. Oh, yes. He was on the, um, <laughs> He was on the See the Thing Is pod and was saying kind of the same sentiments of like, it's nice here. Like, you guys got a better couch, like all this other stuff. Because realistically, if you look at their sets compared to Park's house, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, you think that after the move, especially when Park's moved to a new place, Mm -hmm. that that would be their time to just get up in a studio or do what Andrew Schultz is doing where he's built his own studio, works mm-hmm. out of his own studio, like does his pods out of there. Like that should ultimately be the goal is getting yeah. your own building. You know what I mean? And you would think that they would have somewhere to record at, you know, where they Other can build Park's their house. Yeah. set, but whatever. And I kind of get that, that that dynamic is cool. Like that's what we've grown accustomed to, but the audience grows accustomed to whatever you continue to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? People, when Norm first got on the pod, I was like, I miss Jason. I miss Jason. And I get it. You're used to hearing yeah. two voices for so long. And now it switches up. It's like sonically just like different for you. Right, you can't right. even focus <laughs> because mm-hmm. of the, it's a different voice. But then over time, guess what? 
They love Norm. Yeah. They love Norm. Yeah. Alicia jumped on. They love they Alicia. Love it, it doesn't take much. You just got to be consistent and show people who you are. You know what I mean? And like trust in your your choices. Yeah. If they got a studio, put those three paintings in the back same ways. Mm-hmm. The audience is not going to be like, oh, I miss Pork's house for fucking two years. <laughs> You know what no. I mean? Like, that's going to last a couple weeks, and niggas <laughs> is going to move on because it's For a different sure. place. Who cares? The right. dialogue is still there. It's all about the content. So it's like, I, for them types of shit, I, it's very interesting to see, like, I and I get Rory's point of view. Rory was basically like, you can't, you got to choose. Mm-hmm. It's either you go all in with the business and say we're not friends, mm-hmm. or you try to do both, and you lose both. Hmm. And I was just like, eh, it's a jaded point of view. Because I get why he's saying that, but he tried to also play it off like, and this has nothing to do with the guys. I love the guys. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with them when it has everything to do with them. I'm like, yeah. that's not how it works, man. Yeah. If you have good communication, doesn't matter if you're friends, not friends. Whether you're, when you're doing business, all it really takes is like a relationship, just communication. Transparency. I love yeah. me some communication. I love <laughs> that's me literally some all it takes. That's the that's the answer to everything. And I feel like there's not enough transparency between Joe and them. Mm. Allegedly, Joe was the one doing the deals. They were left in the dark and being told about the deals afterwards. Mm-hmm. There is two different times on the podcast where Joe called somebody, was talking to them, and that person revealed that they sent a deal. And Rory and Ma were like, "What? Wait, what?" Yeah, I had no idea that there was a deal set. You know what I mean? So like there was a label, I think it was Atlantic Mm -hmm. that he was on the phone with uh, the head of Atlantic or something like that. And he's like, I sent you guys the deal. And Rory and Maul's face were like, let me check my emails. I don't see it. You know what I mean? So it's like that without that transparency, the trust is broken. Trust is broken. And you can't you can't get that back. It's 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 hard to get that back, especially with a man like Maul, whose Maul is like big on principles, like big on respect. You know what yeah. I mean? Big on reputation, all these things, mm-hmm. and code of ethics. He just works by a code of ethics, and once you cross that, I don't know if there's a turning back point for him. Um, Joe is moving speaking of shirts, which, yeah. you'll make Jason a guest. Hey man, I mean we can do that. <laughs> hey, then, yeah i love the dynamic of you three for real i've been here from the beginning and it really has grown over the years yes jason did have the voice jason had i don't even a know who jason is voice for uh for jason's radio. voice was very clear it's so yeah, calm and soothing really it was very calm and soothing voice yeah. and like even if you got excited it wouldn't like so he's monotone no, not at all. <laughs> uh, he just has a thing about him. <laughs> yeah, he's just a, yeah, just a cadence voice. of like just humility just cool. in his voice, if that makes mm. sense. But um, yeah, it's shout just, out to Jason. It's a very shout out to Adria Kane. Adria. His artist that he's managing, she's she's doing amazing. She's, oh, she's unbelievable. So Her voice, she's man. Wow. Wow. That voice, crazy. Um <laughs> <laughs> Forty-five minutes in this bitch. Forty-five motherfucking minutes. Welcome back to another episode, you bastards. Make sure you flipping the bird, man. Flipping the bird. Give somebody the finger. Y'all fucking up if you're not giving someone the finger. (laughs) I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. We're doing it at the beginning. 
This is the beginning. That was the end. That's it. How's y'all week? Hmm. <laughs> 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 I think we should start with Alicia. I think we should start with Alicia. <laughs> Yo, why did your face go so red? Who like, is <laughs> this nigga? Uh, who is this nigga? Here, I have a photo for you. No, not of him. No, not of him. When you said flipping the bird, I thought about me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a to see baby that. picture flipping the Look bird. What a sickle. How comes I ain't seen that as a throwback Thursday yet? I don't know. I, I, no, I did. See, this is from. <laughs> it's from 100. You got to. Nah, we need a new ago. one. Look no, how that old. Is from at least September 2014. <laughs> Wait, no. That's when I screenshot That's it. That's when you screenshot it. And then 130 it. weeks nah, prior. We need a repost. We need a repost. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, Norm, how was your week? <laughs> nah, nigga. I don't nah, know if nigga. it was as good as yours. I would like to hear more about yours. Maybe she's just a clown girl. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that man turned her into Krusty the oh. Clown Us. Krusty, yeah. speaking of Krusty, <laughs> out here making some... Uh, wow, you want to expose uh, the uh, Out here doing, make, making some Krusty things. <laughs> Listen, I I just told Norm out there. I was like, "You like my best friend on the podcast because me and him have secret conversations <laughs> away from y'all." And this nigga gonna go take shots. Yeah, communication. always talking about it. I'm just trying to see you cheese. I just. This is why none of y'all are on my close friends, okay? Oh, no, I'm not Only gonna... Trizzes, and he already exposed once, and Aww, he Trizzly got Bear. threatened. <laughs> Kobe, said, Kobe said, damn, missed my shot because I ain't 6'4". <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga. Yeah, duh. <laughs> All I'm saying is I try to go outside for a little. Uh, he also said, how's your eye, Alicia? It's perfect. Yeah, yeah her, her eye is back to being light-skinned. Oh, you seen some things this week? Mm-hmm. Wow! Trisley Bear! Wait, Trisley! Wait a second! Hold on. Wait a second. Tris saw it. Tris. She also said at the start of the episode that Tris needs to learn her angles. <laughs> Was Tris taking the here? <laughs> Was he the cameraman? <laughs> What is going on? Was Tris the one? Is this new, is new Kim K? Is that what we're doing? Look at him checking my Insta story. Listen. <laughs> now I'm looking. Now I'm looking up. Listen, no, let me man. See, let me listen, see. man. The pod, the pod could use any boost it could get. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. He's like, did I miss something? Let's sell, let's sell the sex tape as Extra Gravy's first NFT. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We can't. Holy shit. That uh, is okay. Well, she so met. Oh, okay. You guys okay. can't Close see friends. It's too oh, okay. Oh, oh, that nigga is humongous. <laughs> <laughs> what in the Zion and Williamson is going on here? Lovey dovey shit. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. And a face, a family Facetime with him. Whoa, Mimbo. Whoa, yo. And this is the one y'all see. But this is a one of frenzy. Oh, <laughs> that nigga's eating ass. That boy, ah! that boy bet the family over FaceTime. Just my sister. He tall. 
That boy is humongous. I can see it from the seat. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. the king of Zamunda. That man is. <laughs> Man, yeah, he made you feel like a baby. He made me feel like an mm-hmm. infant for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga better not fuck up, man. Don't fuck around. Patreon got knows you now. Y'all don't know nothing. Y'all don't know nothing. Kobe, man. But, yeah, yeah, um, I don't know, man. You might want to <laughs> get out the chat after this one, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> don't worry, Kobe. We can combine. You can sit on my shoulders. <laughs> like, wow. like, oh, like rascals. <laughs> So I get two for one. Oh my god! There you go. There you go. So threesome. Um, all I'm gonna say is I try to go outside and have a hot girl summer starting early, and I failed. Mm. That's how it usually goes, man. It is now That's how it usually goes. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be hot. No, no, him. no. It was a hot. It's a hot girl summer, but make him send. <laughs> but make him send you Ubers after. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> These girls are the pick me up after. You ain't getting no hot girl summer. You know he, what the joke is? It. He did it. I went. I got drunk, and then he sent me an Uber to go home. I seen so many girls go. That's sweet. So hold on. What the fuck is a hot girl summer then? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just us having fun. Yeah, a lot of women. It's so funny. Being a year outside. later, wh- when it first came out, women were saying just that. Yeah. Now a year later, when it's brought up, girls are attributing it to hoeing out. Mm, yeah. And that's but what I, the men did when it first came out. I, <laughs> yeah. And now every girl's attributing it to hoeing out. Really? Yeah. That's what. Well, that's what I saw when she first posted that on um, Twitter. She was like. Um, but pick me up after hot girl summer. But pick me up after. Yeah. And I seen a, a lot of girls retweeting it, going viral, saying, "But wait, what the fuck is a hot girl summer then?" Oh wow. And girls were no, like, "Bitch, thought- that's." Uh, one girl was like, "Hot girl summer is about getting deep." And it was D I Q U E. I thought hot girl summer was like chicks really, really. Uh, just owning the fact that they can do as they please and yeah. do the shit that dudes do. That's what I and took like, away from it. You know, they can they can have multiple dudes and it's okay. You mm-hmm. know they can do all that. That, that. That's what I thought a hot girl summer was. I thought it was just us being outside and I think hot girl summer is whatever the fuck we want to make it to be. To be honest, I, I thought think I thought us, it was whole I think, whole heap of and I think it's just us looking man. good and being outside and whatever we want to do, we do. Mm-hmm. I think it's you uh, know hot girl I, summer. I only attribute it to the girls who can actually get guys to buy them drinks. <laughs> if you can't get a yeah. guy to buy you a drink, you can't have a hot girl summer. True. Yeah, you gotta have. If a nigga sugar, you gotta have spending money qualities. on you, a nigga gotta spend money on you Period. for the hot girl summer to be activated. Yep. Mm. I think until then it's a lukewarm summer for you. Yeah. Because you're not experiencing the hotness. But There's that. no spice. Where's I'm the spice? I'm having the hottest girl summer ever. Then. Oh no, nah, I, yep. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That man is huge. <laughs> you can't reveal him then. <laughs> you can't reveal him then. <laughs> you can't reveal. If you reveal that nigga and expect people to buy you drinks, you got another thing. Hence why it's on the close friends. Mm. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> She's out here playing the game. She's mm. mm. joking. Well, kind of. Does he, listen, does he listen to the pod? Um, he used to. He used to listen to it, and then when he, he found out that I was penis. on it, yeah. <laughs> started talking about horse dick. He's like, "Yeah, I can't." No, no, no. This was no before more. when you were with the other guy. Jason. That's yeah. Oh, okay. He listened then, and I think he might have listened when Norm had just started, but okay. never when I was on. Okay, thank God. And then tell yeah. him to never. No, and so he was just like, "Oh, like I would love to support you, but," and I was like, "Don't, don't, just, don't support me. Don't, Please don't support me. Don't listen." But he did listen to last week's episode and all his friends, and one of his friends said I have a sexy voice. So shout out to you. Yo, yo I don't know who it is, yo, but he listening because I got a sexy voice. Yo. But yeah, he did. La- he did listen last week. Alicia set this thing up for failure. I'm gonna tell you what. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? <laughs> actually, not for failure. He might actually be in a better spot than ever because she was like, I d- she doesn't like small penis mm-hmm. and she doesn't like extra large penis. She liked mm-hmm. that just right penis. Mm-hmm. That Goldilocks dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that middle chair. Just right. The Goldilocks penis. Oh, no, that might have to be the title. Alex that might have to be the title. That Goldilocks. That Goldy Dick. That Gold Dick. Goldie, oh, no, Goldie Cox. Goldie Cox? Goldie Cox. Goldie Cox is a wild one still. That's kind of, yeah, it's getting into illegal territory. <laughs> <laughs> it's Goldie gold. Cox. That was really good. That was really good. <laughs> Holy shit. That boy got that just right. All right, yes. well, you know, God bless. <laughs> that common sense. <laughs> I just feel like, hey, never mind. Say it. Release was, your demons. I was feeling very left out. Because mm-hmm. of you guys. Oh, with all the orgasms and the squirting and such. No, she's, she's here with that us. Too. She's here with us. We talking I'm about sorry. because I was the only single dolo one. Oh, and, and now, you guys, and now we all got some extra gravy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kobe said, "Definitely episode title: <laughs> Golden Cox." <laughs> A neat runner up to Pum Pum Pushback. Yo, Pum Pum Pushback was a vibe. I was typing it. I was like, yeah. Yo, so I went to see my dentist on Monday. And as he's doing my as he's doing my dental work, putting the filling, he's like, Pum Pum Pushback. I was like, ar, ar, ar. <laughs> Can we get a dental plan now? Hello, can can he sponsor the podcast? Because come on, man, tell us sponsor podcast. you know what's up? Tell them niggas need a whitening. Montague and Associates, word of mouth. Look them up. Who? They're called word of mouth dentistry. Jeez. Word of mouth dentistry. Uh, shout out to them, Doctor Mangat and Montague. Sponsor us, please. Sponsor us. Sponsor, <laughs> sponsor our mouths. Just, you can sponsor us with sponsor teeth. my teeth. Sponsor our mouths so we can do word of mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll trade word of mouth for a little word of mouth. All right? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, are you in a relationship? <gasps> Situation oh, no longer in our lives but we gotta be smart now i gotta play it sit you patience with the guys i said the size what's that song called again you don't have to call yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what the fuck is that song looking up the lyrics (laughs) oh this is a classic Ha. Don't leave your girl around me. True player for real. That's why this is the real. only adult man that can pull off rocking the wheelie shoes in a club. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a fact. Imagine Nobody pulling up else. to a chick with your with your henny in hand. Don't leave your girl around me. Literally rolls up on you. <laughs> Situation will arise. In her lives, but you gotta be smart about celebration. There's a video with the back of the car. I knew you could not sleep without me.
um Usher man, hey, <laughs> Usher man, Usher hey. making money out here. That nigga Usher man, he making, Usher he making man. so much money, he making his own money. <laughs> that nigga Usher man, hey man, Usher, <laughs> Usher Bucks made their premiere at a strip club this, this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, what is this? Is the worst rollout I've ever seen in my life. This nigga got Confessions Part Two coming out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he decides to do this, and like he took this is the thing he posed with the evidence. Yes. Yeah, like Before a couple hand. weeks ago, yeah, right? We stood back. there. Yo, he posed with the evidence. Hold on, let <laughs> let me see what ushers. Hold on, look at the fit that this nigga wore to the strip club, bro. Okay, so first and foremost, look at this fit. A uh, highlighter sure. yellow button up. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> high school prom outfit know. is this guy rocking? That nigga look <laughs> like he plays the cello at restaurants. That, yo, wow. Bro. And then he's got the whole suitcase filled with ush bucks. <laughs> that this nigga apparently went to a strip club. And uh, through through this money for hard work, hard working sex workers, hard working. These women are scraping their knees on the floor, (laughs) (laughs) just twerking. They got some ashy knees. Ashy Ashy knees. Them knees. Some pull burns. Mm. Pull burns are a serious thing. Mm. That inner thigh. I'm just feeling it right now. Like I could. I ooh. Like I hate. I hate it going down. Oh, they probably have like the the ashy, like not the ashy, but the. uh, you know when your legs run, you guys might not. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, when your legs rub together. Inner thigh looking like a railroad track. Oh yeah, so yeah, the inner thigh look like the elbow. Oh, like elbow skin on the inner thigh. God bless Ooh. those women. God bless them. Um, one of the strippers posted, and the money does not have a trade-in value whatsoever. <laughs> Don't y'all think he should be blasted on social media for this shit? Is the audacity, do, but no, I heard, I heard though that they were all paid out a lump sum, and the money was just for like. Yeah. Just for the sake of having No, but it. this is the thing. She posted, somebody commented it was like, oh, this like the club itself had said like these girls got the money. And um she said, Well, y'all took it there. I just posted the money on the Instagram. You guys assumed and you guys No, nah, but she but she's the this one that a, said, uh, shouldn't you guys shouldn't Usher? Shouldn't Usher what? She was, she was, um, it was, it's she was the, the one chat? saying that shouldn't we have to call out Usher for this or something? No, yeah. So she was, the, okay, from the a post that went viral, it was like her Insta stories of like um, right. whatever. And then um, intern had sent today, this girl commented on the post and was like, the club has already made a statement saying this is a lie and he paid y'all plenty with real money and his cur- crew left some of these around to promote his new Vegas re- residency. If I was your boss, you wouldn't have a job after pulling a stunt like this. And the girl who posted the money originally said, no one ever said that was, this was the only money he threw. Oh, my God. No, and then the, somebody else was like, no, but you definitely made it sound like it was. And she said, I asked the question and y'all ran with it. Not my fault. Listen, I'm beginning to think. The y'all, things y'all do for clout. I'm beginning to think that Usher is a really, really good person. Yeah, you just think everybody just years, like I've it heard worse. the craziest things about Usher, and not one of them have ever been proven to be true. Yeah, there's Usher was gay, mm-hmm. Usher cheated on Chili, Usher, um, he had herpes, I, I think. had herpes, Usher did this, Usher did that, and every single one, it's either they get. <laughs> 
shown that it's a lie or exposed or like there's just no evidence to back up the claim. Mm-hmm. There's just somebody said something. <laughs> like this is crazy. I mean, yeah. even if Kanye could write a line, she got a baby by us. I heard he got a baby by us. Like even and that was her. Her. No, no, you know? I, say I still love her. <laughs> <laughs> like you could write a lyric about that. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I feel for Usher, man. That, you gotta <laughs> you gotta fight some shit every couple of years yeah. that just springs up out of nowhere. And like this is so stupid. Out of all things that you could be exposed for, especially knowing other girls got paid, why did you think you would get away with this? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Dumb as hell. Dumb as hell. I, I'm not going to a strip club when those shit's open. You talk about bacteria. Uh, <laughs> talk about <laughs> the strip clubs are going to get hit hard. I'm going to one in Detroit. Actually, what am I saying? I need the some people lamb that go to strip clubs are so desperate. They don't give a fuck about germs. <laughs> <laughs> like I want a nut. <laughs> or you just want some good lamb chops. Yo. I'm telling you, the food be a one. I wonder, how I wonder that if they're gonna have Learn like how to cook. I know how to. I, you Get have your never air fryer. Wait, do you have an air fryer yet? No. No, see, hey, man, there's a problem. There's I know. A problem. For a fact, a I know she knows how to make pizza. Listen, I don't know where these inside jokes is going. Yeah, these inside jokes are starting. <laughs> but if you have a off. yeast infection, just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that mouse said crusty. Now he's like, she know about pizza. I was like, what the fuck? We is had going a on? pizza day. We made oh. pizzas together from scratch, <gasps> and I shared it with him. His pizza look better than hers, though. Shut the fuck up! That's why she don't want to tell us. (laughs) Her pizza was on point. Her pizza look good, though. But that boy looked Italian. No, 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 no. no, no. You remember remember Square Boy pizza back in the day? Square Boy? Mm. It looked like Square Boy pizza. His looked like like Italiano, like straight out the stone oven shit. Hey, what you doing? Yours looked like a diet pizza. No, this no, one's what? mine. Mine's on the mine's a bigger one, like I the know. square one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you said it looks like a diet pizza. Yes. How? Pizza, pizza light. Oh my gosh. Pizza <laughs> delight. Is that, is that president's choice? Nah, he listen. He bodied that. I'm not gonna lie. That's a good. That Y'all gonna hey. ask him like that? Hey, <laughs> hey man. Hey, I'm just saying, man. That boy. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> that y'all boy, over cook. here. Nah, y'all I, need to Patreon. You can see it. I taught him how to make it. That's nah, his first teach him shit. That nigga got a perfect circle. Him. Perfect circle. Now because that teacher. boy was in there like. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so man! Bad. Oh, so you bad. was this a test? You just wanted to see him handle that dough. Yeah, you <laughs> just wanted to see how his hands. I wanted work. to see how he worked those hands. You know what I'm saying? And we've also had a beach fire date. Hold on, you're dude. allowed to do beach fire shit. Right shit, now? we did. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said you're we allowed. Got, Nigga, we white people it. out here doing whatever they want. Cause, cause we did I, at Scarborough I totally Bluffs. I, I, I did. Um, remember I was in a limo and I passed yeah. by your crib the other day. Yeah, like I, I jumped in the limo for my homie's birthday. There was like five of us in a limo. He was outside my crib and they're like, taking video <laughs> like a stalker. They're like, wait. <laughs> I had to, man. We were going right by the crib. I'm like, yo, what's up? Come on outside. But we jumped in the limo, and they took us to Scarborough. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. We're going back to my home. But we went to the bluffs, and we were trying to do a bonfire. But, like, police were, like, telling people to go away. No, we were there. 
a man said we were there all like all night a bad carlos said lamb chops from the strip club is wild bro don't make me, don't make me pull up the strip club with lamb Yo, chops, okay? that's a fact what kind of five-star michelin ship i promise you what there hey one oh my gosh go Holy to pantheon shit. pantheon in detroit mm. i'm not going really... to detroit i'm be honest with you I like my life. I I don't know. It's not that best. bad, yo. Just don't go um, to the east. I don't want to do crack. Just don't go to the east end. It ain't that cold in the D. It's not. It's I not anymore. Shit, it's cold. It's very it's gentrified now. I mean, you be seeing beer white people walking around. I fucked around. with Detroit's wholesale, the wholesale uh, stores that they got over there. Mm. Proper. You mean the like outlets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit's pop. That yeah. used to be my back to school spot right there, Detroit. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Norm? About um, Detroit? Big Sean. It's so cold. Yeah, Eminem's from there. Uh, yeah, Eminem's from there. Yeah, eight miles there too. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Oh no, so, the water situation. What's uh, that's Flint. Flint. <laughs> yeah, that's Flint. I, mean, I was Michigan. just saying they fixed that. I was gonna ask <laughs> what, what's the update on that. He's like, bro, but Detroit's water it has crack in it, right? No, Detroit's no. water's normal. I've actually been to Flint, Michigan. Yeah, my grandfather um, died there. Oh, damn. Jesus That's, Christ. You know, Flint, Michigan is where Jesus the... just keep bringing death into this <laughs> podcast. Isn't, isn't Flint the home of Kellogg's? Maybe. That's a random fact. Yeah. Well, Maybe. that's also like a, a very Seventh-day Adventist town. I don't mm. know. Something about cornflakes feels racist. Why? I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like nigga version is Frosted Flakes. I feel like the nigga version. Look, corn corn flakes sounds feels it sounds crackerish, racist. It sounds like a cracker. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gina said the I, lack I of flavor. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe because I relate cornflake to the like guy from and uh, stuff? Fresh or, Prince. Oh, okay. Hey, got you. Cool white boy from from Fresh Prince from Bel Air Academy. Mm. Um, how's your week, Norm? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was good. I was riding in limos and shit. Mm. I was I was riding biking limos. around. Why? Yeah. It's because uh, my, fr- my friend's birthday. They, like we, we had planned to go to Montreal first, and then I was supposed to do a tour bus comedy show. Mm. That, Obviously, uh, that got canceled. That got canceled. So we, we, we had to think quick, and this girl was like, okay, we're going to get a limo. We're going to drive around the city for three hours, just get turned up. And I was like, uh, what are we, like high school? Is the graduation? Is the prom? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be one of the greatest things ever, and I would recommend it to anybody. anybody? So wait, you guys just drove, around? <laughs> just drove around? Yeah. Drove around. We went to the Bluffs, and after the Bluffs, we went to Front Street at this outdoor gallery, and then after there, we went to... Did you take highway or side streets? We took some highway. We took some side streets. We, we went through some like rich areas by the Bluffs to look at the mansions and shit. That was mm-hmm. the best part of prom. I'm be completely honest. Be in the the limo? When you're in the limo, limo acting up, mm-hmm. just on road. That was that was the mm-hmm. one, man. And everybody wants to interact with the people in the limo. Yeah, yeah. dude. And everybody thinks the people the in the limo are drunk. Yo, we're off the mm-hmm. So it's like you're out the window. You're up the set, especially when it, you're getting a limo right now at the cusp of good dude, weather. That's what I'm saying. This, this was day one. Y'all play thongs on? The, <laughs> we, we, we actually played a lot of Omarion. Hey, right? hey this is my yeah. It's like, touch, <laughs> touch, touch. <laughs> I don't know. It was. I've never heard anybody say, "Hey, man, what are we gonna like?" We're like, "What do we? What kind of songs do we play for Omarion?" Obsession. And this girl's like, just play um, a, a nice playlist of Omarion. I'm like, this man is turning 38 years old. Like, <laughs> why? why? <laughs> Omarion? Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, but no, when we pulled up to the the, con- the, the buildings they lived in, there's like all these buildings around. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of people I saw come out just trying to take take a quick pic, 
a quick peek at who was down there in that limo and mm. the amount of people that came out with the cameras trying to take pictures beside the limo mm-hmm. and shit. I'm like, okay. Anybody thinks that celebrities are still taking limos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nobody is. Y'all gotta stop. They're in the they're renting, <laughs> They're renting they're in the, the suburbans. suburbans or renting really fancy cars. Exactly. I was driving beside like a Rolls Royce or whatever. Mm. I'm pretty sure Nav was like in the back or in something. The <laughs> yeah, nigga, pull, pull the curtain just a little bit so somebody can see him. <laughs> yeah, no, limos are the best part of a lot of the places I've gone with a limo. Yeah. Have you guys ever been on a party bus? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, them cool shit stink. Though. Why? Yeah. Like physically, like they, no, they oh, smell. They, they smell. They, have like, a, they smell a, of sin. Yeah, a lot of debauchery. Yeah. Really? Just a lot of bad. I mean, decisions. I haven't been if on sin. Had, I was like, yeah. if sin had a stench, it would be a party bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to touch. It's like the smell of dry beer. Mixed with regret and a just drunken a whole, white girl, yeah, yes. just one drunken yes. white girl smell for just sure. in there. For Definitely sure. the yes. drunken white girls. I smell I see like it. a frappuccino. That's how I was. Yeah, like, it's like it smells like a frappuccino with, with malt vinegar. <laughs> yeah, I was the vinegar. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in Vancouver at a bar with my homie Sunreal, and we we're just hanging out. And there's these drunk girls in the bar, and he's like, "Hey, man," he goes, "White girls out here." They go for us. You don't ever have to go for a white girl in Vancouver. They will go for you. Yeah. Right? I was like, you don't got to do real? nothing. He's like, watch this. He sees this girl. She looks, she's like, calls her over. She's like, hey. He's like, you want my number? She, she's like, I'd love it. He's like, drink this malt vinegar. Mm-hmm. She's like, is that a dare? And she's like, Jesus she, <laughs> she took it like, like, she's like, is that a dare? Well, I see your dare. Opens it up and just starts chugging this. Honestly, that is the best flirting tactic. <laughs> it's challenging a woman. Well, sure. that's exactly yeah. what challenge it is. a woman to something go. that's in the moment <laughs> that can be done let's really go. quickly. And like, I remember I was feeling just a little frisky, just you know, <laughs> just a little frisky. And I was at a club, and I was, um, I I, ta- I called this girl over, and we we're talking, and I'm just like, "Yo, go over to that guy right there." I, I picked the worst dancing guy, like he's. Clearly, mm-hmm. just you know that that guy that's in the middle of the dance floor, that guy, yeah, for sure. And I was like, you got to give him the greatest bubble of your life. Oh. You give him the greatest bubble of your life. I got four shots for you oh. and your girls. And she went over there and did it. Sometimes you got to make your night kind of fun like that. Like it's those things can be done. People are out to have a good time. Mm. And even if you're not gonna flirt and get the number or any of that stuff, you can just have a little fun. You know what? That's actually sick. If you'd be like, instead of just walking up to a girl, like, let me buy her a drink. Be like, hey, man, I want to buy you a drink. But on one condition. Yeah. Like, that one condition will already be like, the intrigue is sparked immediately. I don't know. Like to, Come on. For the Nobody drink, though, that? I'd be like, nigga, I ain't working for no drink. See? That's that entitlement. That's that entitlement. That's that entitlement. Maybe you can't have no phone with no light skin it's woman. It's a hot girl summer. It's a hot girl summer. You just said it. do what I say. But in other situations, like, I was about to go and play basketball last night at like at like 10 p.m. With and it was cold. Leave <laughs> <laughs> the busted challenge knees in the ice. Let They've them, been recovered. Heal. Okay, it's healed? been since January. Okay, we good right. now. It took right. a couple months, but we good. <laughs> I've won, but at what cost? I might have to do it again. <laughs> ice and recovery. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no. but I'm down for a challenge. Hey, you talk shit I mean, to me. you can always jump in this challenge with me and Norm. Which is? 
I mean, that's what I said. Norm got to face basketball. You first. I feel like Norm. Why? Gotta face why you first. he got to? No, I'm the nah, fucking a, goat, okay, my nigga. What do you mean? He got to play in the master last. And like, that's me. No, no I'm a champion. We can, I'm a no, we're gonna play. Game we can play that. Nah. How about we make Norm the fucking Mr. Miyagi? We're gonna play a game. No, 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 no. We're gonna play a game of American or for the Americans. Twenty-one. We're gonna play a game of twenty-one. Why don't Americans know what? American is if they're American. They don't play. They American. don't play American. <laughs> we we play call twenty one American. They play Canadian. just like they call it Canadian bacon, and we call it female bacon yeah, or back yeah. bacon, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. No, but I say we. Why we do play I need a team up with? I mean, why do I need to team up with Norm to play? You're not teaming up with the Norm. The disrespect. They said why not? They said Ace why not Ace Norm versus Norm and. Oh, Ace and Norm versus Marlon. Yeah, yeah. see, the Jordan knows what it is. The, the That's my dog. You already know I'm fucking these niggas up. Are you mm. Jordan's getting blocked. Anyway, back to your thing. Uh, uh, no, Literally so and figuratively. I'm actually <laughs> talking on this shit. So this is what's happening. Once we get that access to that basketball yeah. court. Mm-hmm. Right? Shout out Stacy. Yeah, okay, Stacy. Stacy's We are going to go on a Stacey's rooftop. mom got a car, whatever that... Stacy's got a car. got it going on. Okay, wrong song. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Stacey's mom's got a car. <laughs> I was like, what? That was Aaron Smith. <laughs> Stacey's got a gun. Oh, okay. uh, Jamie's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, let's play the Ooh. game, man. I'm ready. I, I play I play ball at least three times a week now, man. Like, like, let's go. Okay. I'm, you don't want this smoke, bro. Mm. I'm telling you right now, you to don't this want song, this smoke. To this song, too. Y'all niggas can get You do know I smoke well, 10 times a day. I can handle the smoke. <laughs> I'm a chimney, though. Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm made I'm, for the smoke. You the chimney. I throw the fuel into the chimney. I throw the fuel that creates the smoke that comes out the chimney. <laughs> Holy shit. Stacy, can I come over oh. after school? <laughs> like, listen to this song. We can hang around by the Bro, how, like, mm-hmm. come on. All I gotta do is start a rock band. That is. For sure. That is, was the number one song? Yeah. This is nuts. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Who is it? This is Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> you know yes. this song? Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> you know I, don't, I don't know this one. Thanks so long. Stacy, can't you see? Can we play some real rock? Some real uh, rock? Some Nirvana, something that you like Kid Cudi. I'll play some real some, rock, Some shit buddy. that Kid Cudi would dress up rock. like, you know. A, a girl for? Some Kurt Cobain? Some Kurt Cobain. G- give me, I want to hear. He doesn't fucking, know What if I have something better than Kurt Cobain? What if I have like the best rock song? You're looking like, you're giving me. ever exist. Yo, he's giving me like Steven Tyler vibes right now. Give this, me some Aerosmith, baby. Steven, Steven Tyler. Um, I'm going to go with one better. Your headband is coming up. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go one better. Okay. It's the greatest rock song to ever exist. 
It doesn't sound great. You don't know the song? I was like, what is this? You don't know the song? I don't know yet. Oh, well imagine, oh as I'm pacing the pews at a church corridor, and I can't help but to hear, no, I can't help but to hear the exchanging of words. What a what? What a beautiful wedding. What a beautiful wedding. There's a bridesmaid to What a shame. What a shame of Christ. Cruise bride is a whore. Come on! I chime in I mean, look at it this way. I mean, technically, our marriage is saved. Who is this? All the calls for a toast for the champagne. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fact. I won't look at it this way. I mean, technically, our marriage is saved. The legacy of much music lives through extra gravy. Yes. <laughs> yes. We give you everything. Two thousand You guys want to hear the hits? We can give you the hits, man. Yes, please. Much music staple right here. Forever twenty one, top ten hit. <laughs> She's no good. Is there a little half Jamaican drummer over here? A joke of a romantic start to her tongue. Way down with words to make sure you guys don't know when the chorus comes on. Tonight is a cat get much worse. Worse, no one should ever feel like I'm too close to the heart, and I don't know what to do with the heart. 
Your girl danced in this video. Yeah, that's Look crazy. Fucking odds. That's random. Wow. Because I'm like, I, I don't know why I know this song, but I'm like, oh yeah, that's that song that she was dancing. <laughs> so if you want to find out who Norm's girl is, go watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> so one Asian girl dancing. Yeah, the one music. Asian girl doing a spin in the video. You will see who she is. Face reveal. <laughs> Is she, a, is she a dancer? She a dancer? Yeah. Nice. Like professional? Like that's professional what she does? Dancer. Professional dancer? Professional dancer and DJ. DJ oh, and, and DJ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You guys DJ. Y'all get married. Yeah. Dad, you bargain for now. Hey. Right, we make you, all of us, make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we just had the same smile just now. Like, the same cheese you had, I just had that cheese. <laughs> The podcast is going down to <laughs> No more whole stories for y'all. No. Now it's just going to be wholesome content. <laughs> well, we going to put the so, hole in wholesome. Don't worry. Don't worry. So <laughs> we went to Blue Mountain this weekend. <laughs> we had a cute little day. <laughs> well, let's just say he didn't have blue balls. <laughs> 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 Just give me this one. Just give me this one. Just Gotta give you that one. Green Day. One. You want some Green Day? I need day? some basket cases. Can we play some I, Simple Plan too? Like some hello. Simple Plan in this bitch. Oh <laughs> man, y'all going all out. You have the, the time to listen to me. I don't know this one. You don't. Norm is not jerking off. I'm jerking off. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. No, they do the stand-up. They do the streaks on me. It all keeps shutting up. I think I'm looking at my chest and I'm going to my chest. She said she wants some simple plan. Final yeah. request. Simple blood clot plan. <laughs> not not simple about this plan, you know. Mm. Are they Canadian? Yeah, I think so. I think simple plan is Canadian. I woke up, it was seven. I waited till eleven just to figure out that no one would call. No one. I think I got a lot. No one would call. Sounds like we're unlocking some deep grade A memories. (laughs) Yeah, grade A. When you're spending every day in your own. 
Trying to go soft, but it's still like. <laughs> oh, this was a big tune. Oh man, I just picture some like some white girl's hair blowing in the wind. Like a white girl's hair is blowing in the wind. Hold on. Dad, look at me. Look at me, Dad. Think back and talk to me. Talk Did to I me. grow up according to plan? According to plan. plan. <laughs> like they don't God. need no crazy voice. They just my dad is dad. My dad is dad. They just need to put melody on the way they talk. <laughs> dad, what are you talking about, Dad? What are you talking about? And we can't go back I'm sorry Can't be perfect What y'all know about this shit? Oh man, you guys are like real 2000s rock and roll Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah Oh my god Like this sounds like you're summoning demons, <laughs> bro. This is what they play. This is what they listen to in Winterfell. <laughs> it's like no, you're waking up Godzilla. Don't play the song. Caucasian Save me Save me That boy constipated He need toilet paper He in the washer Save me Oh my god Father Save me Sound like Thor falling off a cliff that's crazy But isn't that whole song A girl just falling From the sky Yeah <laughs> Probably. <I think> so. <laughs> This song really does sound like Like Save somebody fell From the dragon That they were flying on <laughs> <laughs> 
How did that we land really? on the Rocky? Because Google. I said, uh, I said Stacy's mom, and I was like, <laughs> we went from Stacy's mom. I don't know who brought us to Stacy's mom. No, we no, no, no. Listen, listen. It was because we were talking about basketball, and he was like, "Shout out to Stacy," and I was like, "Stacy's mom has got it going on," wow. and that's how we are here. Wow. That's how we got here. That's been a moment ago. I like it. I'm as I'm, usual. I'm here for it though. I do that, really enjoy that era of music was like great. very special, and mm. I just wish that we could get that quality, or that black people would accept it more. Like I feel like we've strayed so much from it. Like no. when we were in high, like middle school, early high school, especially middle school, we really enjoyed it. And we mm. really embraced it, and then it's like now nah, we hit. can't listen to these white people no more. Yeah. And it's like that's very true. That's very true because from like all the way up to grade seven, eight, I would listen. I, I was listening to rock. I was listening to it all. Mm. But then once high school came, I was like, uh, I, I yeah, look like, like I'm supposed to only listen to this. Yeah. And, and then it was then, gone. It was, that's it. But I like being an eclectic and say, oh, I listened to it all. There was something about being able to say, oh, no, I know about this and know about that. Shuffle that was parties? Cool. Yeah. You know? Shuffle parties used to be my favorite because yeah, yeah. I know everything. What's that one song Wonder that they Wall? would play? Yeah. <laughs> and, it was like, staple and it was right like there. Tyrone's thing. Yeah, like, yeah. T-Rex would be like, all right, it's Wonder time, Wall y'all. It's Everybody time. knows what time it is. That was like their version of... Uh, uh, killing me softly for like the slow jam party. Yeah, like when we put on "Killing Me really Softly." Good. Everybody in the fucking what are, place. What about what's going about? on? That, that that was my like rock know. song. What's, what's going, going on? on? My four on blondes. I don't know it. And I say, hey, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like hey, what's <laughs> going on? Yeah, that's a joke. yeah. That was my joke. Oh, that was uh, Kanye, Chris Brown. Chris Brown sampled that. Wow. Oh, yes. wait. He did. There was a that, song. Wow. Chris Brown sampled that. What's that Chris song Brown? called again? I don't know. With He's Chris so and Kanye. It's Chris and Kanye. You should know this. Always, this is Kanye's your guy. He always does other melodies. As soon yeah. as you said that, I'm like, I know oh, that hey. melody. What's going on? This is another underrated Kanye verse. Mr. West is in the building. Children, ladies. Hey. We can get down. Mr. West is in the building. Children, ladies, call the shrink up and you're about to go crazy. Hold your drinks up like you was hella grading. Hold your guns if they is hella hating. I'm so clean and them, they got rabies. I can see them in the lens of my rabies. Wayfairs, mm-hmm. Yay, do you play fair? Mm-mm. Grab your remote for the reason they made Revo. Snap the Nikons at the icon with lights on. Bitch, I heard you like to do it with the lights on. But I really make babies when the mic's on. Check out all my kids that bought all my cribs. Got me out of that apartment. You have got to part in him. I am so retarded with the spit like a retarded kid. I've only heard a song a Oops, couple times. I ain't mean to say that yeah, shit. I've never I heard that song. Chris, these chicks is dangerous. You need a good like you know this. You listen to that song a lot to know the lyrics. What album was this song? We got it popping right now. It's a hundred girls trying to get down, down, down. How do you not remember this? 
This is a classic. You look familiar. You had a I was just gonna say that I didn't know that Rihanna's um, same old mistakes on her anti album. She sampled like a like a original person, um, like a old not Ooh, original person. This, here? this one, yeah. This is the original. Um, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Same old mistakes by Tamil Impala. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tame oh, Impala. Yeah, Tame, Tame Impala. Tame Impala. Impala. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I've heard it. Yeah, for sure. Tame Impala is a real like hipsters will. Yeah. Will I, die by those guys. Like I heard it the other day, and I was like, wait, I was like, this sounds familiar, and I started singing, and I'm mm. just like, this Rihanna. Yeah. Like that's what I know. <laughs> Listen, Rihanna's about to drop the album. I don't care what none yes. of y'all say. Yep, it's coming. She's out here kissing babies. She's out here taking videos of people's birthdays at their dinner table. It's coming. And honestly, all I want is a video for this song. I still need it. Oh, so good. I still need it. It's one of my favorite Rihanna songs. I come from and running for never long time. Will never stop me. No, 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 no. I know you drive me. I come riding in on my big white horses. And now I do less fortunate. I do as I do it. Running on back when you're breaking it down for me. Cause I can hear you two times. Running on back. Will it ever make sense to me? I got to do things my own way, darling. When you ever let me, why you would ever set me? No, do things my own way, darling. You should just let me. Why you would never let me? I still say scissors part should be sizzler. Shine my window and I can see no peace of mind When I look outside my window When I get that involved, trust me When she's like getting into that battery Sister like gets into that falsetto bag midway through the sentence. <laughs> I can't get no peace of mind when I look outside my window. Get no peace of mind. Let me cover your shit in glitter. I can make it go. Oh, you trying to say yourself, baby? What on that shit you running low lately? My reflection to break from the face. It's feeling now, ooh, darling. Won't ooh, you mind ooh. giving my reflection? Oh, I'm, just, I'm like, is that my cousin? <laughs> Who, Jordan? Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. That's Jordan, nigga. This is Jordan, bro. Shout out Jordan, man. I thought that was my cousin for a second. Patreon in this bitch, man. Mm. Live streaming with us. You can live stream with us too if you join the Patreon every yeah. week. Join um, it. Since we all we all relationships now. <clears throat> I never denied How? or confirmed. <laughs> you don't have mm-hmm. to deny or confirm. We gonna we gonna <laughs> assume. <laughs> and we Y'all gonna make you and, and me, all of us, we gonna be asses. Bro. Yes, <laughs> I will be the fool. Um, <laughs> if your spouse, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if your spouse has an ex mm-hmm. that dies, mm-hmm. 
So your ex, I mean yours, your person you're with right now, their ex dies. Their most recent ex too. Not so like, you're Pete Davidson and Mac Miller dies while you're dating Ariana <laughs> yeah. So your most recent ex dies. Yeah. Or their spouse's most recent ex dies. Yeah. How long can they grieve? Until it's deemed unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Until we have to Ooh. talk. It's a percolated. Like a real ex, though, right? It's a pro- yes. Know, like, yeah. No, like most like, serious, like, maybe most serious ex, relationships. Ex, yeah, serious ex. You know what? I'd allow him a thing still, because. He has a kid with her, so, you know, that's a whole different situation. You applied it to your specific situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because you've never had to deal with that before. Pardon? You've never had to deal with something like that before. No, I haven't. But, like, I don't know. If it was, like, the current one, then, like, yeah, for sure. I'd be like, dang, because, you know, you guys share a whole kid. Like, now yeah. your your daughter has to your daughter has to grieve a year. that two shit. So that's like never had a kid. That's like a different whole thing. That's a, yeah, but because the kid thing is like nigga, a, is a completely no, but that's another that's thing because code. it's like the kid has to like grieve. Yeah, and no, like exactly. that's the mother. So it's like yeah, no, that's a cheat code. There's We're still talking some type of grievance. No, if it's a regular ass nigga. So wait, so wait, so wait. If you're a dad, you're not a regular ass nigga anymore. You is, but you got a little more packages in you're a regular ass nigga plus one. You gotta, <laughs> like it's a little bit more complicated. Mm. Um, but yeah, regular ass niggas, not nah, yo. We what do you mean, nah, yo? We're going to shed a tear and keep it moving, nah. Yo, what up? Let me pray, yo. Fuck you. You already regular. Let me pray for you. For like, I'll pray for the sis for and shit. I'll Three give weeks, you. he's still fucking a mess. Like, can't even have sex. Yeah. He's a mess. I'd be like, all right, nigga. You need to go on a sabbatical and figure shit out. Would you break up with him? <laughs> I said we need to go on a sabbatical. So that's a so. break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sabbatical is just a really nice way of saying you're right. breaking up with a grieving nigga. Yeah, let you figure oh your my, shit out, man. Oh go to therapy. God. Oh my yeah. god! So you got to break up with him for him to go to therapy? Hold up. If oh you god. are grieving and crying in bed and can't do nothing, and you function, should be there to pick me up over an ex. Yes, no. She died. Listen, <laughs> the dude that's crying over the ex should already know. Not to keep the current girl around because he's still grieving over his ex. Why? If my ex dies, I'm going to be sad. She's a human being. I yeah. spent yeah. yeah nobody said you have to be sad. To be but, sad. With her. but if he's crying and sobbing and, and like really taking has to go see therapy because of this because of her passing and can't do un, shit. Unresolved baggage that's that not he still hu- hasn't unpacked. That's not just human. No, no, I, listen, no. If, it's if human. A, if an it's ex human. Died, you guys are saying there's no chance. It's just a listen, human listen. reaction to it's someone human, who cared for. But Donald. there is something more, and it's just like, all right, so this isn't my like. You have shit that you got to heal. Like, do it on your own. Then. What like, I can't, I can't help a man grieve. I can't help nobody grieve. Everybody so wait, has to grieve on their own. So, like, okay, what constitutes it as it being more? That's what I'm trying to like. How do you guys determine when it's more? When like you can't do anything when you're really in a depressive state of whatever because of this person and you can't you know let it go and that's all you keep bringing up and it's like so if I had right, a best like friend you... that did the same thing if I had a best friend that died and it mm. affected me the same way you guys would leave and tell me to go to therapy I would tell you to go to therapy to heal but, but you I wouldn't, wouldn't leave. no see I feel like that's an ego thing 
Because there's no difference. No. There's no difference. You can understand the friend because that's somebody that was in your life. Why can't you understand the girlfriend that was the best friend? Because if you guys are already somebody, that's that's your best friend at some point. That's assuming they're still friends after, like, let's say they have an amicable relationship after the breakup. They're still cool. Yeah. Right? And... You know, mm-hmm. if the current situation knows that you're still cool with your exes, and let's say you're one of those guys that like, I'm cool with all my exes. I have no bad blood. Yeah. Right? But if you're really that choked up over somebody beyond, well, let's say the funeral happens, you have a three day, whatever, a week, two weeks pass, and it's something's still bothering you, what, let's say they died to some unfortunate injustice, and then you're just like... You just feel bad for the whole situation. Mm-hmm. It may not just be the person you're sad about the situation. Yeah. But if it's you're just sad that this person <clears throat> that was already out of your life is gone, let's just assume this person was gone. Okay, you never saw them. You're not friends with them anymore. Why would you have reason to be really sad? Because they were you really were in your life anymore. I, I, like I said, if obviously every situation can be different. But the situation I paid to was like, you guys were together for years. You broke up. It's amicable, like you mm. said. <clears throat> and now this person has died unexpectedly, mm-hmm. and you're in a new relationship now. That person was still your best friend at one point. And I hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is someone you know their family. Mm-hmm. You know their, their life in and out. You know their friends. Mm-hmm. You know how many people this is going to affect. All those different things. I, I want to know for you guys, what is the determinant factor on when it's, Past just being a human being that lost an old best friend, because uh, I don't, I wouldn't know how to tell the difference. That's all I'm asking. Because if my girl's ex died, and she never painted this nigga as some piece of shit nigga, like he wasn't a bad boyfriend. They just went their separate ways. They're mm-hmm. amicable. Maybe even still talk here and there once in a while, or maybe they don't. Regardless, if she was with him for years. I don't know how to. I don't know how I would gauge when it's past something of somebody just dying and something romantically dying. Well, what about family? Like I know people that would cry when they won't cry at their family's <coughs> funerals for that's some the other reason, thing. but then they'll cry at like a homie's funeral, and I'm just like, that's like, the other I thing. do that. Like I yeah. don't cry at my family funerals, but I'll cry at a homie's funeral. I think it just depends on the situation, like the type of death. Like, yeah, the was type it of death sickness? really, really makes was a big difference. Was it something that, like, you know, something crazy that happened? Somebody if it's took an their life. Death. That's like, also very. You know what I mean? Too. Like yeah, it really, true. like, and it depends on where they are in their life. If yeah. they're younger and they have so much shit going, going like for them, yeah. But honestly, like, it's okay to be sad. Like, it's all right to have that emotion and be like, "Dang, like this person is gone." But when you take it to the point where it's like, I'm just thinking like his hysterically crying like regular like breaking out in tears regularly being depressed depressed doesn't want to get out of bed like you know what i mean like can't do normal things like all right this is way deeper and you need to handle your shit because you can't keep going on like that and so i'm not leaving you guys both said you would leave i said i'm going on a sabbatical so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you your time to heal whatever you're going on because i physically can't help you right i'm not doing i can't help you grieve i can't help nobody grieve grieving is like an individual thing like you got to go through your own little whatever get help like from a professional i can't have your baggage i can't like how is it fair for me to be there when you're 
you know, I think that's a part of relationships, though. A lot of things aren't fair. A lot of times you're going to have to deal with somebody else's grief. And that's mm-hmm. just a part of being in a relationship. I feel like if my girlfriend. So then that's another situation. Like, how serious are you mm-hmm. in the if that me too, yeah. are we just me and we're like, just whatever. Yeah. Like, that's not fair for me. If we're married, like, OK, obviously I can't like I think leave, leave. But I do need to give you your time. But also, like, I feel like I wouldn't even want to put that on other people. Like, I've been depressed and I know. Mm-hmm how it feels and like yeah like i want of course i'd want somebody to like stay with me but like i also have to own my own shit do you think it's a matter of fairness on thing Hmm? do you think it's a matter of fairness though like because like technically they didn't choose for this to happen right it's unfair to them for it to be happening evidently for it to be that you know like impact you that much Mm -hmm. there was something going on that you you haven't especially if the person broke up with you so and you, you got, didn't bring up like so you I guys, just feel like you need healing to do. So you That's said it. so you said if it's like depends on where you are in the relationship as well. Do you guys feel like there are certain things that early on in a relationship you won't put up with as opposed to later on in the relationship? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why? Because early on in the relationship, like if you do something that um like I'd I don't know. I just feel like if it's early in the relationship and we haven't grown into that part where it's like a forever thing, I don't. I just don't think I need to handle that. Why do you guys get in a relationship if you don't think you could possibly be a forever thing? That's my. That's that's how I treat it personally. Mm -hmm. Like if it's two months in or nine months in, Mm -hmm. I have to treat the situation the same. I chose to be your partner, Mm -hmm. so that doesn't mean that because I'm a new partner, I don't do as much of the work. For me personally. I feel like no matter what stage in the relationship you're in, if you chose to be in a relationship, you've then chosen the ramifications of those consequences. So if you're in a relationship, you take on the other person's problems, even if it's two weeks in or six just, months in or three years in. I feel like it's it's know. not a matter of fairness because it would be unfair. I feel like for me to be like, oh, this isn't fair to me. I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. When it's not something you technically even signed up for either. No, right? but, there's, but there's just certain things. at that time. But there's certain things that happen where it's like, you know what? This is too much. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if it's new, it's too much for me. Like, if we haven't been mean. in it forever mm-hmm. and like we are married and there's actually like, you guys are really secure and stuff like that. Mm. Like with a lot of these relationships, yeah, I can go in and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be with you forever. Or that's what I would like to do. But let's be real. Like it's new. Like Mm. there's honeymoon phases, like shit fizzles out sometimes or whatever the case may be. I just don't think unless we are married that I need to stay. That's how I feel. Maybe it's because I'm a woman and like we get thrown in like we're always told that we need to stay and like we need to work shit out. I think it's more so what you said before that where like you said you've been depressed. You Mm -hmm. know what burden that type of hope that kind of holds on someone. It can. And so I feel like you're because especially somebody who's not especially somebody who is not well equipped to be a part of that situation or understands and can't be sympathetic Mm -hmm. and or not emotionally mature enough. Mm -hmm. To handle that, so situation. sometimes it's like, all right, I gotta go. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just think that there are lines, certain lines, where it's just like, I'm not gonna just stick around because then it kind of feels like being taken advantage, like during for certain things, certain situations. Like what? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> okay, well, even like the baby thing, like yeah. my ex having a baby or whatever. At that moment, I was just like, okay, like let's try. But I had said to him, I was just like, yo, if this gets too much for me, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, because it's not fair to me. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't 
purposely planned for you to like get her pregnant and yeah. have a kid. None of this was on me, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, if you think about it, if me and him were married, there might have been a likelihood I would have just thugged it out and, you know, yeah. dealt with it because it's like we have that commitment and, you, and you we promised. like whatever. But because we're, we weren't that and it's like, okay, we're just a relationship and shit, this might happen again. Like, I don't even know if this was just a mistake or this might be a thing that you potentially could do again. Yeah. Right? That's true. I just think there's variance, but whatever. Like if if my my ex of nine years, if she mm-hmm. died tomorrow, I would be sad. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would be. You she my girl needs to take a sabbatical. <laughs> you know what I mean from me. But you I'm don't just, get to decide that, right? And but even for me, if I was like, yo, I don't know why this is affecting me more than it should. I would tell myself and tell her like I'll probably need time to myself to figure this out because I don't know. See, but that there's a thing. You know what I mean? I feel like all three of us are the type of people who don't want to burden other people with 100%. our problems, right? Yeah. Where there are a lot of people who don't think that way. <laughs> they feel like people should be helping them with mm. their problems. I'm yeah. sure we've encountered a lot of those people oh, yeah. who are codependent as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And especially getting into relationships, a lot of people only get into relationships because they're codependent. They can't stand to be alone. They can't. They need structure from mm-hmm. someone else, right? Mm. And so I think for us, it's, it's a very rare thing where it's like, uh, we don't want to, like, for example, me and Norm have talked about it before. We've talked to women who are outside of our tax bracket mm-hmm. and caught feelings and backed up mm-hmm. because we're like, I can't provide the type of lifestyle that you would be accustomed to. So we're not even going to bother. Right. Yeah. Is that fair to them? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the same time. But at the same token, you know what your boundaries and parameters are. Mm-hmm. Right. And I so, have I have always said that that's not necessarily fair because unless you communicate it, like I get it, if you can't financially be mm-hmm. on the same level as your significant, I get it, a significant other, but like also talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's like t- with me, like you know, like not everybody can make yeah. higher money, and it's like okay, cool, like as long as you're treating me well, like Listen. or you don't make me like oh let me just like make you pay for everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like still treat me like. Still yeah. spoil me the way that you can. I'm not expecting yeah, you to, other ways to fucking spoil. buy me yeah. a Rolls Royce and a Rolex and shit like that. And that's you know the thing. I mean? It's like people not understanding there are other ways past monetary or not even being just proactive enough to think past There's that. There's so many yeah. love languages, man. So many different ones. Mm. And like I think it, it like you're just saying, like a lot of people can't make this type of money you're making at our age, especially. Yeah. Right. And there's something to that. Um, I was reading up on something where it was saying, you know. A lot of the people, especially in our generation, we feel younger than we actually are. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel 26. I know. I (laughs) I haven't passed 25, 26 (laughs) in my mind in years, right? I've grown past that, obviously, in other ways, but... Mm You still very physically feel, I how feel I youthful. feel. I feel youthful. I as forget fuck. that I'm 31. Facts. It'd be like a kid. I can't handle that. Like, yeah, like girl, it's, you it's, older than your mama was. Like, yeah. The reason for that is because of the way the economy has moved. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow us to set us it up doesn't for have, yeah. great growth. Not like, even that, but it's not. We're not. A, we're not hitting the same milestones. check marks and milestones that our parents checked off at mm-hmm. our same age, right? A lot of our parents at the age of 30, 31, 32 had already a house, paying the kids, pay, marriage, two all that. kids, got a house, all that career, all that shit. Mm-hmm. For us, it's not feasible. Like they just did a study, and only sixty percent of uh, people our age are are hopeful that they will be a homeowner. Yeah. 60%. 
It's yeah. almost half the people in the in our co- country who don't feel like they'll ever own a home mm-hmm. because it's just so I, like look at houses. 1.2 mil for a piece of shit downtown. <laughs> you see it on blog TO every couple months when they need clicks and engagement, they'll post a fucking Crazy random piece house, of yeah. shit house mm-hmm. that's downtown for 1.5 mil. Yeah. And people retweet it. What? I'll never live in this city. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same shit every yeah. year. Right. And until that housing bubble pops, until the, the, the housing market matches inflation, We'll never get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so we're all going to feel younger and younger. We're going to have our generation having kids mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. Like they, I, I did a thing on uh, teen mom and 16 and pregnant this week. Mm-hmm. And they did studies on both of those shows. And contrary to what everyone believed when the shows first came out, where they were saying, oh, this is going to raise teen pregnancy. It actually lowered it. It actually lowered it. Mm-hmm. People saw the consequences, see the, the things that, Kids have to deal with yeah. doing teen pregnancy and said, no, 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 that's not for me. Yeah. And it went down drastically. So it's like on, t- on top of everything else, you're getting older and you're still not in a position where you feel like mm-hmm. I can even get a house. Who's going to raise a human? <laughs> yeah. I can't get a house. Why am I raising a human? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's literally what the traditional quote unquote uh, floor plan is. You get married. Mm-hmm. You guys get a place. You upgrade to a house, get a kid, pet, maybe another one, pick a fence, mm-hmm. mother kid, all that other shit. And now it's more so like we're just stuck in this. You got a place. You got a. <laughs> you got a place. You, <laughs> you got to have one hustle, you got another two place. hustle, three hustle, maybe a fourth, fourth one. hustle. You might have estate. a kid. You might have a kid. Your new kid is, is your dog or your or your career. Cat. Facts. Facts, man. And then on top of that, you got. A lot more people traveling. A lot mm-hmm. more people are being selfish Exploring with their money. The and, world. Yeah. So it's like loving up on themselves, living it's in tough. a black girl luxury. It's tough. Uh jo- Joella Joella? Yeah, I think it's Joella said see it depends on how long they've been together. An ex you were with for years versus an ex you were with for months is two different stories. But there's a point where they have to wonder if they still need to be in a relationship. If they're too caught up on the ex. Yeah. Yeah. It's more more or less what Alicia was saying. <laughs> Coda said, my mind forgets I'm 36, but my back doesn't let Shit, me forget. Coda <laughs> <laughs> got them titty problems. <laughs> I woke um, up today. I'm like, yo, my lower back hurts. Like, I think I'm really getting old. Yeah, my lower back hurts too. My dick too big. <laughs> I wish I was a horse. I'm not a horse. I'm just a pony. <laughs> my little pony. I was gonna sing the other pony, Which the one? genuine, genuine. Bow, 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 bow. Um, good youth of the week this week. Oh, we got good youth of the week. Why you such a such a good youth? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who raised you? Man, Such we talked about it last child. week, man. Eglinton, man. Eglinton, motherfucking West. EG Dub, baby. EG Dubs. Um, they they passed uh, a city council meeting where they voted on if Eglinton West should be surveyed for heritage designation and. 
it has been unanimously. Woo! So shout out to our uh, black Little Jamaica underscore to shout out to Little Jamaica um, for all you guys have done in spreading the word and awareness. Mm-hmm. The work is still not done. There's still a lot to be to be done um, in terms of getting this place preserved. Mm-hmm. They need um, to make. They need to give Randy's a golden sign. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. Big golden R like the McDonald's. Owner. Yes, yes. You guys are fuck finoy, yo. Um, what else happened this week? Kyrie Irving doesn't want to be called nigga all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> this, this guy. This nigga. <laughs> this nigga, man. Once a month. Something. This nigga, bro. Every oh, month you got to draw attention for some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bro, there are videos of you calling niggas niggas. <laughs> He's had a spiritual awakening. Go spiritual awake your blood clot off the court. <laughs> like yeah. I, for, I thought it was because Dennis Schrader was German saying nigga. I thought, <laughs> but he was black. <laughs> Niger. <laughs> I thought he took offense. Niger. Mm. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I get it. Bro, that has been Christian, oh Muslim, God. Native Indian. Oh he is everything. Is he, is he still sage in the court? Yes. Oh, my I, God. Can I mean, we? if he's being consistent with it. Because if it, I swear to God, if he's not saging the court before every game still. No, no yeah. not every game. I'm, I'm calling bluff. Well, I was going to say, man. I'm calling bullshit then. The fuck? The way he was acting didn't look like he was carrying his that man crystals. Said, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, left, he, le- he left his... his he uh, left his amethyst. Am- amethyst. 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 He left it at home? He left it at home? <laughs> he left the amethyst at home. Uh, <laughs> uh, one person who always, always is without the rocks. Without the rock. <laughs> I'm good. Carrie Hilson. <laughs> um, what the fuck? <laughs> Carrie Hilson hasn't had the rock on her side in a long time. Ah, mm. uh, yes, yes, poor. Not yeah. Sisabaka? Carrie Hilson actually, did you guys ever hear that diss track she made to Beyonce? No, I don't think I ever did. I know that she was like fake. You guys never heard it? Hold on, let me Beyonce. find it. Is that why she disappeared? Yeah. Okay, so in 2009, <clears throat> in 2009, she uh, decided to make a diss track for Beyonce. Um... And it just didn't turn out well, right? Mm. She also, I, f- I think she had said something on Twitter at one point, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, but she also. Yeah, she did say something on uh, Twitter. That's said how something it started, on Twitter, and that's like. how it started, I feel yeah. like. And then she did this diss song on Beyonce. I'll play it. Hold on. Get <laughs> 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 money. Oh. Y'all remember this classic. Hey. Hey. T Pain got caught on the street. Yes, I ain't seen him and Beyonce talk ever. Turning me on. You're turning me on. Turning me on. This song was a diss. I'll go to her part. This is the remix. Because remember, this is her. <clears throat> she originally had this song with T Pain. Yeah. But it was just a normal track. So this is the alternate verse. But wait till I shoot these bitches down. Shoot these bitches down. Already saying she gonna shoot the bitches down. And then she snitches on herself. Miss Everybody, I ain't trying to stop my lips. Just something on my chest that I need to get out. Cause you're turning me out. Your vision cloudy. If you think that you're the best, you can dance. She can sing, but need to move it. Don't do it to yourself. She could dance, she could sing, but need to move it to the 
Left, to wow. the left, to the left, to the left. All right. She needs to go have some baby. She needs to sit down. She faked the mother. She ain't even worth my time to talk about. She needs to she go have babies. some babies. Period. Like, and she's still thriving. Man, this, okay. She popped is, out one and two at one time. Honestly, okay? this really sounds like Isaiah Thomas throwing shots at Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's a little Sierra diss. You want me, you can find me in the cave. Turning it on. I'm Go ahead and tell these folks how long I've been rocking your songs. I've been putting you on. Just check the credits, ho. And if you want me, you can find me in the cave, ho. If you want me, you can find, find me in the Decatur, ho. <laughs> hmm. Isn't that where, where she's from, too? Uh, I guess. Sierra? Yeah. She, told, she told them her govy, and she told them where you could find me. That's real beef, you know. Mm. <laughs> That's a beef no, thing. It's Carrie, baby. She really said, you need to, you know, her saying, stop, make some babies, chill out. Is her saying, just let us have a chance to try and win the championship, please. Carrie Hills is misogynistic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this girl said go have some babies yeah <laughs> fuck you <laughs> oh no, my that, god that was a very feminist thing to and say. um they, they yeah she did it uh she was doing like a red carpet i think it was or something backstage and this reporter had a magazine she asked her to hold up and she asked who is this on the cover mm -hmm. and the person said it's the carters it's Jay-Z and Beyonce. And mm -hmm. she's like, no, I can't do this. And gave the magazine back and walked away mid-interview. What? Yeah. She's and so ever since that, no. um, ever since that, it's been just curtains. Curtains. I remember mm. she, I think it was 2013, she came on Twitter and was begging people to stop harassing her. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Yeah. Like, it's been like, years. No. And remember when- um, She dropped another album, that bitch flopped. Flopped, yeah. And then she just disappeared. And then she got into that relationship Went back with to Serge songwriting. Ibaka. Serge Ibaka was giving her the hammer. Yeah. Yeah, that pussy is rearranged. You upholstered. <laughs> That's really the best skit of ever. I love that song. What song? That song where it says, your pussy be reupholstered. Who reupholstered your pussy? What the fuck? And they'd be like. <laughs> you know the song? They'd yeah. be like, Yeezy like, reupholstered yeah. my pussy. His face? This guy's sick. It's a Chris Rock. It's Did a, you see his face Yeah, though? he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, I've been saying that to some girls. It's <laughs> disgusting. Who reupholstered your pussy? It used to be Tris taught me. Oh, Tris taught me? I used to do AC taught me. Tris <laughs> taught me? Because it's Yeezy taught me. Yuck. Yeezy taught me. Yuck. Tris <laughs> um, taught me. Oh, I'm getting you arrested, nigga. That is gross. It's the Chris Rock skit at the end of Kanye's blame game on my beautiful dark twisted piss. <laughs> no, it's on your mind. Some My vagina. Beautiful dark twisted pussy. Beautiful dark twisted pussy sound like a vibe still. But yeah. Beautiful dark twisted pussy. That pum pum that pum pum twist and turn. Twist and turn. Oh. Um you wanna play it? What? Twist and turn? No, this <laughs> Um, what is the skit from? Blame, Blame game. game. Is that the end or the? Yeah, it's it's at the end. How'd you learn? How'd you, back. how did you pussy game? You, you never used to talk dirty, but now you you goddamn disgusted. My my God, what, where, where'd you learn? 
fucking butt-ass naked with the motherfucking Jimmy shoes on? Who taught you how to put some motherfucking Jimmy shoes on? Easy taught me. Yo, you took your pussy game up a whole nother level. This is some Circus Soleil pussy now, shit. You don't went all porno on a nigga, okay? And, and I, 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 I love it, and I thank you. I thank you, my dick thanks you. How'd you learn? How'd, how did your pussy game come up? I wonder why he got divorced. I was fucking parts of your pussy I'd never fucked before. I was in there like, oh shit, I never been here before. I've never even seen this part of pussy town before. <laughs> It's like you got this shit reupholstered or some shit. What the fuck happened? Who, who the fuck got your pussy all reupholstered? Yeezy reupholstered my pussy. <laughs> you know what? I got to thank Yeezy. And when I see that nigga, I'ma thank him. I'ma buy the album. I'ma download that motherfucker. I'ma shoot a bootlegger. That's how good I feel about this nigga. Ah. Oh. I can't believe you got me this watch. This motherfucker's the exact motherfucker I wanted. All right, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel Yeezy so. Yeezy reposted my pussy. Jesus. Can I, real quick? I, I Googled Carrie Hilson's Kil- uh, picture. Carrie Kilson. <laughs> that would have been a vibe. I, I, I Googled Harry Kilson. Um, <laughs> the pictures, there's not one picture of just her. Every picture is her and Sierra and her and Beyonce. Oh my god! Like it's so sad. There's not like every single one is her beside one of them. Like it's never oh just god. her. That's how wrapped up in controversy our life got. That's so sad, man. Mm-mm-mm. And wow. then remember when Tiana Taylor decided she wanted to beef with Rihanna? Oh Rihanna my pulled god! The, put her net worth in their fucking header. Petty queen. <laughs> Rihanna put both of their net worth in her header. Tiana Taylor's was like a million. It was, was, was like thirty million. It was like five hundred thousand to thirty million. Wasn't it Tiana Taylor. Marie? Wasn't it t- no, it oh, Tiana Taylor. Taylor like the, the, when those two girls, like, Tiana Taylor's she, that porn star that sucks dick in black and white. No, that's Tiana Trump. Isn't I mean Tiana Marie. Sorry, Tiana oh. Marie. Tiara Marie. Tiana Marie. Tiara. We got the whole name. Tiara Marie. And I'm like, oh, it's Tiana Trump. Tiana Marie. Tiana Trump. Tiana Taylor. It's like. And the girlfriend, that one, the uh, Jesus. Trying to make a girl feel there, make it feel good. There are any boys What's around the house to make a girl Tiana Taylor. Feel. Tiana she Taylor. was Kanye's artist. Tiana Taylor is. Oh, cool. So you're saying Tiana Taylor was trying to be with Rihanna? Yeah, back oh, in the day. I thought you were saying Tiana Marie was trying to date. Nope, I said the right okay, name the okay. first time. <laughs> I was assuming Tiana Taylor, whatever that girl's name is, just because they were trying to compete against each other. This is Tiana know. Taylor. Best body in the game, bruh. She got that for sure. Oh my god. She is. I remember when I was younger and she did the My Super Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Then she got older and I was like, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> then she turned 18 and you were like, ah. Whoa, what the fuck, nigga? I think we're the same age. <laughs> I just bring up the 18 shit from earlier. You gonna say what her name is? 
know why you wouldn't DM me. <laughs> right? <laughs> People were snapping this week because uh, Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin are having a child. Is that the Asian Some, girl from uh, the Disney show there? Yeah. My Sweet Life. Yeah. Someone Sweet was Sweet like, Life. what happened to Jeezy? <laughs> Yo, that fucking killed me. Because for once, it wasn't a racist Asian joke. They genuinely <laughs> Just look, look exactly alike. Yeah. alike. <laughs> I was like, you always gotta do the side eye. Like, you gotta be like, wait. At first, they said that, and I was just like, okay, guys, come on. Then I looked at her for real, and I'm like, oh shit, they could be twins. Like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, shout out to them, Uh, Macaulay Culkin. I'm I'm proud of that guy, man. After what he's been through in his life, yeah, he's he's no longer on drugs, right? Nice. That's because that's all I was thinking about. Yeah, no, he's sobered up. He's doing movies in a Netflix. He's uh, he was just shooting a Netflix. Uh, movie just that's the good other day. I, did you know he has a brother that like looks like him no he's in um he's in that tv show succession that won a bunch of awards oh, okay. at yeah. the golden globes or I've whatever it that. is but yeah he has a brother that like looks like him but he looks healthy scott, like you know scott pilgrim scott pilgrim is he was in it that, no. that guy oh that guy that's yeah he does look roommate. exactly like that's him. yeah that's him. wow that's him that's how i remember thinking he looked like him but i was like there's no way that that like you never thought that You're they like, were, eh. yeah. That's crazy though. That's that guy's a good actor too. Yes, you see, he's a fairly yes. good actor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kanye is getting a documentary on Netflix. Are you excited? Same For that. sure. Twenty-one years in the making. Let's go. Twenty-one years in the making. Imagine having to follow Kanye around for twenty-one years. Oh my god. <laughs> It'd you know, be entertaining. That is. What would you it do with Kanye? I'm sure that's said, a collection of. Of 21 different guys. I mean, I hope Every so. Every year, someone quit. I hope so. Because imagine Kanye says, okay, film me for 21 years to get 30 mil. Would you do it? 30 mil? 21 years? That's like 1.2 million million year. year? Yeah, I'd do it. I would never do it. I would never do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have a life. Your, your life is his life. You're a shadow. And then do I get a percentage of the documentary? Definitely not. No equity for you. He did the Joe Budden doc. You <laughs> don't get equity. I don't know, man. No, I've, I've seen people work for somebody tirelessly and endlessly and then have their time to themselves. I've seen it so, too. But I, I haven't seen it. the part where they regret it. Mm. I, I don't, you don't get to see those parts. Those are in the house when they mm-hmm. crying. They, have, they missed out on 21 years of their life. Following another nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just not for me. I, I get that some people can do that. And you, I can see people rationalizing and saying, no, I got to travel the world and do it. But you didn't get to travel the world. You traveled the world as a shadow. You know, mm. you never got to do what you wanted to do. When, when Marshall's personal assistant finally quit. Mm. Yeah. After like 20 years working with him. Mm. Like, and I saw Marshall do like, you know. Work the ringer on him. Work. This guy to the bone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy would be on one hour, two hours sleep, still driving all through the city. Mm-hmm. And I always used to think, man, your dedication is on some like Alfred to Batman shit. But then when he finally left, I was like, I've never seen you smile like this, bro. You're posting pictures like I've never seen. You seem to be the happiest person you've and ever to been. Live life. Who were you posting your pussy? No, oh God. <laughs> Then again, he did. Pussy, he pussy. did find a new. He he found some young. He found a fountain of youth mm. through through a vagina in Philadelphia, and then how's it? Just left. The How island. do you even maintain a relationship when you're following somebody around for their whole life? How do you maintain a, a real relationship? Can yeah, you? No. But I guess well, that's the same married. as anything in Hollywood. 
being on tour being on tour if you're one of those people that tour constantly every single year funny thing was you dictate that though you you? as the assistant you just gotta go where you're told to go Mm. as long as if you're the one that's doing the touring as long no, as you're not a like, new artist, you can dictate when you go on tour. But that's the thing. Like, if you are not even like a like a medium artist, right? So you don't have to be new. But like in that phase when you're really growing, like you don't necessarily get to dictate everything. Like you don't have that much control over your career. If the label is like, yo, we got this tour, we got this press, and we got this and that. And if you really want to get to it, you just got to do it. So it's like that relationship ain't going to work. Think about Rihanna. Rihanna yeah. toured for years. She made seven albums back to back to back and toured that whole time. She was gone forever. You think she really had time to like really foster relationships like that? Like, yeah. I'm sure it was Beyonce. Beyonce made a whole like skit about like, oh, I haven't seen my husband in this long. Mm. I'm getting on a plane and I'm flying. What was it? Eight hours or 16 hours so I could spend 25, yeah. 24 hours with him. Like, yeah. That's, that's a struggle you gotta make. Like it's not feasible at all. Like and and so I definitely think it, like if, if you are assistant, the help yeah. and stuff like that, it's definitely gonna be a little bit more strenuous. But like it's just all around. Like, <laughs> I think way more strenuous because I think you work longer hours than the artist. You gotta take into account that before the artist gets to whatever they gotta get to, you gotta prep everything to make sure that they get there seamlessly. And mm-hmm. as effortlessly as possible. And, and if that it fucks up, then it's your fault. And it's on Ooh. you. Then when everything's <laughs> done, you got to make sure you clean up. Or mm-hmm. you got to make sure that everything else is in order for the next day. Mm-hmm. So you're still going even after the artist is done. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, too. A lot of you creatives. A lot of you creatives like to act like you do just, just too much work. Just, it's just too much. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh. Oh, I have like this many podcasts. I'm such a multi-hired. <laughs> Listen, doing a podcast is not hard. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys that right now. Doing a podcast is not hard. Doing most things in media when you're the talent, not hard hard especially if you're doing things but it can get tiring if you are busy you're actually busy to book like there was depends before how, the pandemic in the summertime booked you are in the summertime my my july and august like i was going like i was working so freaking much because one i had a regular ass job that i had to you know mm-hmm. be at from 10 to 3 or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and then i was hosting all of these other events and stuff like that and on, on the weekends, and I, a girl was tired because I was just. I gone. do the same thing as you. Them shit is gone. not hard. I but can do way more. But it's tiring if, and especially Ooh. because if you're an introvert, like I'm low key really an in- introvert. Yeah. You know, so I do need that energy, like that time. I never complained because mm. I was cool with it, but like it was tiring. And then especially because I was traveling a lot too. I was traveling at least once a month, like mm. maybe sometimes once every like few weeks. So it's like you add that on top of like getting on flights or something about being on flights that like kind of drag your energy, especially if you're like going Hell from yeah, time man. zones and stuff yeah. like that. So it can it's get shit, tiring. Mm-hmm. It's not strenuous in terms of like I'm working at the fucking when I compare it to other people's jobs what I do like I'm like this shit mad easy no bro. that's why I'm like I'm never gonna complain because I could be working at a warehouse I could be doing strenuous labor yeah. type of stuff and I'm not but I will say there is a level of tiredness when you have to be go 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 and sometimes you have to turn that on and you have to you know just I can't I can't show up like this Right, because I show up like this, and then it's like, why are you getting paid for this? Or people expect you too much. Like I have to be like this. I have to be hype. I have to be excited. Not with people, just with your job. 
I know, but like if you're going to these events, like if you are hosting it or whatever, mm. you have to turn that on. And I don't know. I find it could be tired. I find it. Them. It's definitely mentally exhausting, but I like that's for me. It's only if like that's after a while. Like mm-hmm. I got to be doing it for a while. Like a day is not going to exhaust mm-hmm. me. Um, Especially like, yeah, doing this talking, like you know what I mean. Every like, week, I, I, like someone was like, "Yo, man, you've been doing it for three years, bro. That's been, you guys are doing great." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Man, this is the easiest commitment I've ever made in my life. Facts. That's the only reason why I've been able to do it consistently for three years." I'm like, oh, Listen, "I just gotta I show had to up make every sure week. that Norm does as little as possible, just to make sure, <laughs> just to make sure <laughs> that everybody. This is how I do it. Everything, to be honest, not even just this podcast. This was everything." Then when I was doing YouTube videos, the same thing. I'd prepare everything so that you come, you do your line, and that's all you'd have to do. Mm-hmm. Because the least amount of commitment that you give to people who are not, like, at the end of the day, this is my dream, technically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is my idea that I was like, oh, I want to do this so bad. And I pulled in people that I felt like could help create what I want to see in the end, what I yeah. see as the end goal. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, you're never going to have people be as committed as you are in your dream. That is your dream. Mm -hmm. And that's not because they don't want to. They physically, scientifically cannot. No one can. Because they can't see the end vision the way you do or the journey and how to get there the way you do. It's just they're there to help get to that point. However, they 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 are too excited. They're just trying to use you. <laughs> so most times, yeah. most times, you're overly excited. Most like, okay, times, I get it. I get it. You want to yeah. use me for something? Exactly. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stepping stone. And so for with all these things, I try to make sure that people are doing the least amount of work that they have to do because I understand it's not technically their dream, and that that was something I had to learn from YouTube mm-hmm. during YouTube videos. I'm thinking everybody sees the vision. I'm like, you guys all, if we continue doing these videos and pumping out these skits, we're going to be famous. We're all going to have our own channels one day. We're all going to be just living in a big ass house, making skits all day. They're not seeing that. Mm-hmm. They're just seeing, oh, I'm coming to help Marlon do YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not rolling in the money or anything like that. So it's like, it's, it's tough to, to express that to people without them getting it like feeling away if that makes sense it's very odd you got to go into some especially something like this you got to kind of go into it very egoless yeah and just be like i'm here to contribute Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's an effort for some people too much of an effort and it comes off unnatural y'all y'all looking weird um (laughs) where is norm's lenses what (laughs) (laughs) we've reached the end of the podcast this, this man took out his lenses in the middle of the show like <laughs> the heart joella said yes, I did. Joella from patreon said the hardest part of podcasting is keeping up with if you're not already an established creative it's easy to give up when things aren't getting traction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i that's find true, that people true. aren't people don't find the joy in building mm-hmm. that's what i think yeah, i want the instant gratis i love it i love a slow burn that turns into a fire <laughs> i love building things like i'm I, i'm about to start another business right now like this week <laughs> i'm literally about to start another business just because you. i love building things 
I just it, that it, that starting phase is like fucking crack. We've talked about it before. <laughs> yes. It is a drug, man. A, doing the stand up, doing mm-hmm. hosting, doing a podcast, doing YouTube, doing the job I do full time now. All these things are like, yo, I'm building. Shout out to you having for the, the energy. So, yeah, man. So it's like it's just fun for me. It's a lot of fun to build things. I I don't know. People don't see the romance in in that journey. Mm-hmm. I I love it. That's what I like hearing in other people's journeys is those little piece of shit moments they had mm-hmm. that led up to I am Where this person are. now. Like yeah. that's crazy. Who wants to go from zero to a hundred? Like just the quick. Tony, like the Tony Stark guy, uh, whatever his name is, Which his one? real name, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, being like a crackhead and poor. Yeah, and shit and like coming that. back and, then, and yeah, man. Boom. Like that story's way better than mm. someone who's just thrust it. Like uh, and the Elizabeth rock Olsen, seven dollars. Elizabeth Olsen, who's one of the twins' sister, who now is Wanda on WandaVision. Mm-hmm. She just thrust it like that's nepotism. Just thrust into fame and fortune. But I will say that I don't think she eats off of her sister's fame as much as because there's a lot of people who didn't didn't realize that she was their sister until like recently. She's like David Washington. Mary Mary Kane actually also has a third sister. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. She's Wanda in WandaVision. She's actually in Avengers. Wanda. Wanda. The girl with the red power thing Scarlet yeah Rick. and now you see it and you can unsee it thank you guys so much no for listen into she's, wait, she's, she's actually a twin too i think i, I think there's know. a brother i, I think know. her that's crazy to me uh there's mary kane ashley and then there was elizabeth and the Colby, little boy tanner hunter tanner. Ash. i don't know something but i remember i used to read all their (laughs) books you know Mm. uh joelle said joella said norm's glasses with the lenses popped out are giving tumblr in 2010 (laughs) tumblr in 2010 what does that mean what inspired you to start the extra you don't know what tumblr is in 2010 yeah, what, it what was like it? a vibe. It was very Your look like is that. Oh, so but that's that's what this look is. I'm ten With years the behind. The popped out lenses. True. No. Oh, but yeah, people used to pop out the lenses. Mm. Jordan said, "What inspired you to start the Extra Gravy podcast back in 2017?" Um, I listened to the Friend Zone podcast. That was the fo- first podcast I ever listened to. I don't remember the um, Zone. but I also listened to Patrice O'Neill on Opie and Anthony. Oh, um, he's the best, the greatest. Opie and Anthony and was so good. Like, if you go listen to it, someone made God bless whoever did it. They're an angel. If you go on YouTube, you can check out every single episode that Patrice was on. Yeah. On Opie and Anthony, because those are the, those are the best episodes. It's about 144, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was working as a dishwasher um, at a restaurant, and that's how I would pass my time is just listening to those podcasts. And I was just like, man, I love specifically. I love like game nights, mm-hmm. right? Because game nights always turn into some sort of debate, argument about something it's usually turns into men versus women i've gone to a lot of kickbacks a lot yeah. of different house parties where just conversation will pop up and it turns into a huge debate and all of a sudden for me the party just got 10 times better like it's just like a vibe of that that dialogue back and forth mm-hmm. and the ability to spread to, to spread information i feel like a lot of people just want things to be spoon fed to them, and I'm mm-hmm. here with the spoon. <laughs> you know Open what I mean? <laughs> so, like, here comes the airplane. Yeah, man. I love I love informing people. It's part of why I like doing my job that I do full time now, which is the, the before they're famous on YouTube. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's just I love that pop culture. I love information. I love giving people information. I love the look on faces, people's faces when I give, I share like a fun fact about someone mm-hmm. that they would have never have known. Yeah. And um, just hearing different perspectives, like being on Twitter especially was a huge driving factor to starting the podcast. Because on Twitter, you have a lot of discussions. And I learned a lot on Twitter. Even though it's just a little app, I learned a lot about myself on that app. Um, just hearing about other people's experiences and the information they spread. So I'm like, listen, the city needs something like this. Um, we need that culture no matter where it is, especially when it comes to media. Everything media that the world is doing, there's no reason Toronto can't do it better. And so that's why I always I'm always pushing to do the new thing, do the especially when it comes to media stuff. Like I just want to be a part of it. And mm-hmm. um, well, you did, <laughs> you did the city, you did the city justice. YouTube, YouTube, we did the same thing. You feel me? YouTube, you know, we did the same thing. Just came on YouTube. And, and so many people ask me, like, yo, no, how do I start up a podcast? I'm like, I don't know. That's <laughs> Marlon. <Marvin. Marvin. laughs> I can show you how to be on one. <laughs> show up. <laughs> uh, we have to give a birthday shout out before we dip out. Yes. Um, so, Danny Shelton, Richie Sosa, happy belated. Happy birthday to Tree Air. Happy birthday, Trier. Her birthday is on Thursday, so by the time you listen to this, it should uh, be Trier. Trier. Trier in the Pump, pump, pump. Shout out to your boyfriend, Roshi Noir. It's a good nigga, man. Twitter. Suck his dick, man. You know what? Mm. He was like, can I get this Suck little... Suck the skin off Suck that, the this left little birthday the right one jealous. Yeah, give him that pom pom push back. Mm-hmm. He, said, he said, this is what he said. He said, you're all about to unlock the Gok Gok 6000 for me. Gok Gok Reload. Listen, if, you're not, if you ain't crying with boogers down your nose, you ain't did it right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Gravy. You're not done? I, I, I got to shout out somebody. Okay. Shout out the goddamn person. I, I can't know you want to edit. But Jesus. Every week I do. Thank you guys so much. Wait, 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 wait. One second, Marlon. Because we ain't finished it. Y'all niggas talk then. Well, we, we want to. But you, you didn't you give us a break. I gave y'all mad break. You were too busy talking about yourself. Oh, sorry. I can't do that. My bad. I was in fact, in fact, I was going to mention like, you know, you actually inspired me to make my own, um, a podcast uh, with the limo guys. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, man, would you do a podcast in the limo if we pick?" I'm like, "What, what? comedians the in limo cars? Pod? It's like a comedians in cars drinking coffee. Whatever, I do that shit in a limo." It's but the limo uh, pod. yeah, uh, obviously, you got to shout out uh, the folks of Globally Local for hooking up with some food. So, thank you guys. You want to say that again because that did not. Come oh, sorry, out Globally Local. Thank, thank you for the food. <laughs> I was, was really excited. It was um, good. It was good. Yeah, man. Yeah, First time this guy food. had vegan food. I'm, I'm very surprised. Yeah, it was all right. I, I mean, you've had vegan, vegan food. food before, but it's just not salads aren't called vegan food. Even though <laughs> they are vegan. Technically. Like um, meat, that's not real meat. You yeah. know what I mean? Cheese, that ain't real cheese. Beyond so, meat. Beyond meat. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, you had, you had, I don't know what burger, you had the Jamaica, please don't, don't everything cancel me. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had, the, <laughs> no, he, he had every an burger. burger. Every His burger was I <laughs> That's what it was. It, it was, was a halal burger. <laughs> it was a halal burger. But thank you guys. Another week. Yeah. Yeah. Another extra gravy episode. Shout out. Everyone.
to the Patreon gang in this bitch. Gang, gang, gang. What up, Alex, Gina, Joella, Jordan, Coda, Riri, Shant, Shanti, Shantae, Shantae. I don't know. Sijan, Sichuan. Sichuan Troy Troy Always oh, out here Troy Piper Bowen Gang gang <laughs> GG's You already know And anybody else Who had popped in And popped out There was a couple Other people Like Kasim I saw um, Yeah you already Shout know, man. You already know, man. We appreciate if you guys would y'all. like to tune in live gang, gang, every gang, week, gang. Uh, join us on Patreon. We got a bunch of new members this week. Uh, everybody uh, is 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 enjoying mm-hmm. the live streams and getting to contribute. Uh, we had Kobe shoot a shot, you know? but he wasn't six foot. So we're gonna, yeah, you know, Kobe if you're six wasn't foot, embodying Kobe, uh, you know, damn, yeah. you, you got one the, job, nigga. You didn't have the Mamba <laughs> mentality, nigga. No. Don't worry, Kobe. If you still just keep on shooting them shots, bro. If you're over six foot. Join the Patreon, shoot your shot. You already know. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Go suck your mom. Period. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.